0: Good morning, everyone. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome to Big Cast 211. I apologize. Right when we went live on my screen, I got an error that I've never seen before saying there was an error. Do you still want to go live? Don't That's know. just yeah.
1: YouTube trying to stop us. Yeah, yeah. apparently. They're yeah. trying
0: to slow us down. But they can't do that because I am joined here by, in my opinion, what I feel is the best panel in all of gaming podcasters. I'm oh, a- yeah, definitely.
1: Three of the best. Three of the yeah. best commentators in gaming.
0: Yeah. Oh, yep. someone's getting left out. It's, it's just—I mean, it's three of the best. three, this. three in addition to the host. I think is what he meant. We'll just go with that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm your host, Dane Bowden. Joy- Hold as always, but
1: you've What's never that? driven with your—you've never driven with friends and said something along the lines of, you're, "You're with five people and two of my favorite people are here." You've never done this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like I just started doing,
0: doing a lot of mental calculations in my okay. head, trying to figure that all out, right. out. But yeah, yeah.
1: all right. I, I'm not okay. Yeah, he's not counted to four
0: i know it's, i know i know it's a tough process
1: for him <laughs> combinatorics
0: i'm getting there i'm getting there anyway as always joined by these awesome guys to my right mr rodriguez who was having a few mic issues but he's back and better mm-hmm. than ever
2: yeah i don't know about that but you know i'm here so <laughs> <laughs> better than ever no
0: not really but i'm glad yeah yes we're good to go as always the host of Lawyers and Dragons, the new YouTube sensation, Mr. Rick Hogue himself. Morning, sir. That's right. We
1: had a fantastic adventure yesterday. Lawyers and Dragons, Falcor, Brains, you know, if you know. Happy to be here, <laughs> bitcasting, having fun all the time really now. Uh, but yeah, Lawyers and Dragons, very, very popular yesterday. I uh, think it might be a thing. So yeah. we'll see how Good it goes. Stuff, Do
3: you really yeah. count as the host of that show though? If you're not the uh, the game master, wouldn't I did an intro and an outro,
1: um, and yeah. introduced the, the game master. We did postmortem. You know, I, I like to talk about you know how that story went. It was a one off, um, and so you know some of the choices we made. I, you know, I was a um, uh, let's call me a lunkhead paladin that was constantly <laughs> running after whatever the problem was, hurling myself into beams of light that I didn't understand. Uh, and we took as our companion and uh, mascot, really, a zombie that had impaled himself on the spikes on the front of my shield. And we lashed him to the shield and turned his uh, head into a light um, and uh, had a great time with him. Ultimately, he got nice. to eat the bad guy's brains at the end and, and a good time was had by all.
4: nice fantastic
0: (laughs) and uh last but not least my partner (laughs) in crime (laughs) who (laughs) who i recorded a two and a half hour game review discussion with this week mr tie guy travis what's up dude
3: yes that was very fun i got to talk about something that only i care about for two and a half hours i'm sure (laughs) that will be reflected in the viewership I'm very excited. Well, there's two of us that
0: care about it for two and a half hours. Oh, there we today. go. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But we got a good show today. It's, uh we're gonna be talking about a few kind of core topics and news items of the week. And then the bulk of our show is actually gonna be spent going through the release schedule for the rest of 2022. We feel like we've been in a not necessarily a dry spell, but it is the quieter time of the year right now. And so I went through and kind of looked at month by month every kind of major game that's releasing, along with some indies and stuff, uh, through the rest of the year. So we're going to talk through that, everything we know that has a release date, kind of some games to keep an eye out for, and things that we're excited for as well. So, before we get to that, of course, though, we are, oh, and I just want to mention that our episode last week and our game roast was very well received, a lot of positive feedback, a lot of comments saying they really enjoyed it, had a good laugh. Um, funny enough, I don't think anyone, I think they got the hint that it was not to be taken seriously. So, uh, we have many requests already within the SG community saying more, we want more of that. So as we said, we'll kind of have to, uh, kind of interject that in our shows going forward, but it was a lot of fun. So thank you. Anyone who tuned in and hung out with us. Cause that was a blast.
1: Hey, I, I had a great time short speeches that just completely eviscerate games that I otherwise enjoy. You can expect them more often now, folks.
3: <laughs> yeah. Or you can hey, I read see uh, my reviews cuz I already do it to every game. He does <laughs> do that in a lot of interviews.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: shout out to Keith Garland in the house. Good morning, sir. Keith is someone I met at the Xbox conference at E3 in 2019. Uh, really good dude. So, the before times. The before times. Well, i really before good at
3: remembering the- people. I feel like if I met somebody named Keith in 2019, I would I would have forgotten in, you know, 2019 like a week later <laughs> it would have been
4: no cuz we know Keith we, anymore
0: i went yeah. to um there's a uh there was a tradition at e3 where a bunch of the xbox community gets together at this one rooftop bar in la i met keith there we had drinks we chatted for a long time yeah it's good it's good and then i saw him at the conference so yeah yeah you know that We've talked about it, right, Travis? That's one of the fun things about E3. It's just getting to socialize with so many different people in the gaming community, so miss
3: It's the only time I can convince people to hang out with me, (laughs)
0: which is why
3: I miss it so much. God, man. Like
0: I know, I know. Maybe next year. We'll see what happens. All right, so before we get to uh, kind of core topics, so of course we'll start with what we're currently playing. So uh, I'm going to generally go pretty quiet here, guys, because I'm still playing that game that's under embargo until tomorrow, so I can't talk about it. And uh, playing Halo, which uh, bores everyone to tears at this point. So, Travis, how's our Xenoblade review coming along?
3: Our Xenoblade review is coming along fine i (laughs) i'm running out of time (laughs) really badly i'm (laughs) super scared that i'm running out of time on that game uh i'm on chapter seven i think there are 10 chapters okay there were 10 in the last game and uh that's just your gut
1: reaction to how you feel the arc is going
3: yeah, I think there's probably ten chapters. The first game had seventeen, so I could be very wrong. And if I am, I am screwed because I am not going to get through seventeen chapters. <laughs> <laughs> we, I so desperately uh, want it to be, feel like the ending, and it's then yeah. book two. Yeah, this is the, <laughs> this is the problem with uh, JRPGs: is every act in the second half of the game feels like it's the last one, and it just keeps getting crazier and crazier and more anime. At least that's how most JRPGs go. Sure. Uh, I am. I am one hundred and thirty. 135 hours into the game and i don't feel like i'm done so so you put in
0: 135 hours yeah i have no
3: idea i played this entire weekend so far and i have no idea how i'm not done with it it just keeps going and uh (laughs) this sounds like you're
1: underwater you're like trying to get to the surface you think it's right there it just just keeps keeps going swimming
3: it's even worse yeah i'm like in a tunnel underwater and i can't i because at least if you're underwater (laughs) and you're swimming toward the surface you can see the sunlight i have no sunlight And and the terrible part is I'm running out of oxygen because if I don't finish the game by Wednesday and and time to write my review Thursday, you know, get it edited Friday,
4: I'm running out of time
3: here. I can feel the walls closing in on me. But anyway, I'm playing a lot of that game, so uh, I'm hoping to finish it soon. Uh, But yeah, that's my entire gaming life right now. I really don't have time to play anything else. Yeah, I haven't even tried like Halo co-op. People have been like, "Dude, Travis, let's play Halo Infinite co-op," and I'm like. Dude, I don't have a minute to spare you. I'm sorry. I need to play
0: this game. So. Man, wow. and the reviews okay. this week, right? The review
3: happens on next Tuesday,
0: so I oh, okay. If okay. I finish it this
3: weekend and your next early this week, and then write the review in the middle of the week, I'll be okay. But I am running out of time, considering I haven't even finished the game yet. Yeah, yeah. Out. So
4: yeah, it's wow. brutal. Yeah. Mm.
0: Oh, well, there
3: you go! Anyway, don't agree to write to review JRPGs. Like it's just a terrible idea. <laughs> and I knew what I was getting into. I reviewed the definitive edition. I said yes anyway. I'm an idiot. I've been kicking myself. I well, you know were
0: that.
1: happy a couple weeks ago. They gave you a month. You're like, all right. And he's like, I got tons of time. Wasn't enough. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs>
3: enough time. 135 hours in a month, a month should be enough. But yeah, just it feels like you
1: would think game. most games are gonna you'd be able to finish those off in the in the buck 35.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Might be more well, I feel for you, Travis. It. I also
1: feel for you because I'm looking forward to that game. And that sounds like the worst possible scenario for me to play the conclusion of that game in uh, with that kind of pressure. So You will, you I'm will not sorry. see the
3: ending of that game. I mean, <laughs> oh, I won't? That's probably true. You, yeah, I don't think you will, man. I just... I, I I assume this is the sort of game people play like over five months, and that I'm playing it in a not sustainable way that nobody will will play it. But I could be wrong. There are huge fans of this game that I can see pushing through it probably faster than I was able to push through it. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, there'll
1: be people that mainline it maybe more than you are. Yeah. I don't know how you're playing, but yeah, it's um, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> we won't finish. Yeah. Uh, you know, I drop <laughs> it on Valhalla still. Play a new play a new region. You know, I just, really? I just, still? Yeah. Oh yeah, Valhalla well, is fantastic oh. because, um, like, it was clearly like done by like every Ubisoft studio, and they just <laughs> did like their their kingdom and their story. So you just drop in for like a like a five, six, eight hour Viking session, and you solve that region's problems, and then you come back in a month. Like Valhalla works great at that because you don't um, you
3: can play it in bite sized like little stories.
1: Yeah, as long as you consider six or eight hours bite size. Yeah, I mean it's it's just. You just pick a region and you go. And you're... But I know you are right now because you're in, you're in it. Yeah, you're in the you're in the weeds. Uh, I but yeah, remember. like I, that's how I play Valhalla. So I, the more that they can do that, the better off it is. You got to have a journal system. Um, but yeah, I. You're probably right. I haven't beaten Valhalla.
0: I have a lot of trouble doing that. Like I don't know about you guys. Like if I start a big open world game, something extensive like Valhalla, right? And then I step away from it, which I did. Uh after like a couple weeks, if I haven't played that game, I have a lot of trouble getting myself to turn it back on and try and get back into the mentality of playing that game. Like that you need rarely a real happens. journal.
1: You need a real journal. You're talking about like writing
0: down your progress and yeah, something.
1: You can do that too. You need a real <laughs> journal in the game, and you need to accept like there's gonna be a transition period. But if it, if it is written well enough, you can onboard yourself again. Um, but yeah, I have a, I have the same tendency, which is why I've you know you play. I don't even know how many times I played the first five, six, 10 hours of Zero Dawn um, before yeah. I before I plowed through um, and, and got into the rest of the game. And you just get – it makes it harder and harder and harder to start, right? Because you're like, oh, I know this part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, for something like Valhalla, which gets rightly criticized for not having the greatest kind of story, like you're Vikings, settle England, give or take. and that allows you to pop in and be like i'm a viking i'm settling england what is this kingdom's issue uh and then when they start to try to go back to because they think they've made rings of stories when they try to bring in other characters for like cross cameos you're like i got that was that was two years ago gentlemen who are these people
4: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like
1: remember when we did that thing we when we fell that great beast (laughs) <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sounds like something I would have done. Um, yeah, I've been trying to convince myself to go back to Forbidden West for that reason, right? Because yep. I didn't, I only put like several hours into it and I'm like, I need to or and want to go through that game. And like just the mental thought process of investing all the time needed to do that right now and and acclimating with all the controls and the yep. menus and everything. I'm like, yep. eh, I don't know if I feel like doing it. Yep.
1: I get it. I totally get it. That's tough Um, Because I'm not the same way, not with menus and things, but with narrative. Like, it's like, oh, I know it wants me in a mental space as I go into this piece and I want to get back into that. So I'm pretty strong with that. But that's why a a well-written journal, like I think Witcher 3 handles this pretty well because it's all in voice. Cyberpunk as well. Cyberpunk just doesn't have a story to tell. Uh, But like they do that (laughs) journal writing with the voice that works better for getting you back
0: on board. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Some games do that well. You're right.
2: Uh, you know how many times I've restarted I think it was probably it's probably like uh the witcher uh three I mean it's just been insane and, and you and I don't remember anything mostly because I don't remember anything ever <laughs> you know that, that's more of a you know uh, um, <laughs> it's more of a uh, testament to my brain I'm totally decaying um it, it's I totally get that um mostly for me it's always like muscle memory and stuff with 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 games it's always you know oh crap i forgot how to do this i forgot how to do basic stuff and then i forgot how to do this action in the game so i have to go back to the tutorials you know or start over and then i just you know it's just a constant it drives me crazy i know exactly what you're talking about though
4: yeah
0: that's part of a season podcast right there because that's going that's way right. back yeah yeah um,
3: um i know that song
0: I <laughs> know oh, you're old too. You just don't like to admit it. Okay. <laughs> He's old. I like how it. Okay. I like how
3: I'm. I like how I'm old when you need me to be old. But then whenever I talk about games, you're like, yeah. you don't know. Really. That's whenever it fits my know. narrative.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sure. You don't know.
4: You don't know. You weren't there. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, there are, there is some. It, it, this is outside of games, but I was talking. You know, they Paramount announced that Maverick had passed Titanic this year in terms of overall gross. Um, and obviously that's not inflation adjusted. So I, I just put out a tweet that said, well, Titanic made a billion dollars in, in, in adjusted gross. Uh, it was a phenomenon. And like I had a number of people, I'm going to say clearly younger, say Titanic wouldn't have made it in this market. And it really wasn't that big of a deal. And I was like, oh, guys, wow, you have no idea what 1998 was like, because that was it. That was all, wrong. especially the ladies uh, we're talking about for like nine months. Like Titanic was crazy and you don't, understand i
0: don't i don't think i've seen another phenomenon from a movie in my life other than titanic and avatar when they first released like titanic i worked as a waiter at the time and at the restaurant to your point every girl that worked there would come in every week and talk about how they saw it again over and over and over again yes for months yeah and that's my it was wild and what's weird is that maverick Mm. which i think paramount deserves
1: to be crowing about but like you know i saw it again with my dad (laughs) Um, and that was like week seven full theater like like Maverick is a version of this with like repeat viewings, but it ain't Titanic, <laughs> you yeah. know, but like this Maverick in a different demographic, I would argue almost certainly uh, mm-hmm. is, is going and there's being repeat viewings of that particular movie. I was surprised as heck to see a full theater in week seven of a of a 2022 motion picture. Yeah, I mean, it is it is a phenomenon of its own in a different market than existed in 1997, 98.
0: Sure. Yeah, it's fair.
4: Um, anyway, that's,
1: yeah. that's a non sequitur, <laughs> but it's like it's just some people come in and be like, "No, nah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't make it." And it was never like it was never that big of a deal. It's like, God, jeez, okay, all
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was a phenomenon. I think I was like eight years old. I remember that's that fine. VHS that you had to get a second VHS for two. Yeah, double. I remember that. I remember that, guys. I I even know what a VHS is. So
0: wow, were you there exactly. for Betamax and the battle?
3: He's seasoned. Uh, I think you know I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was alive for the release of Star Wars. I hear that that was very similar to uh the Titanic where people were going every week. and Yeah, like absolutely. And yeah. My dad my dad told me about that. And he was like, I don't know what those nerds were, were doing, but they kept seeing that movie. And I was like, oh, dad. Yeah, so. Well, so hadn't. like 77,
1: they don't have a home video concept at all. So like it stays for two years in first run. Um yeah. So like that's titanic coming out in the late 90s having video like you know it's coming to video eventually and still doing that and extending and extending and extending maverick has been extended now twice for its theatrical run because it's making them enough money in the, in the theater uh but it's uh i, I love this stuff and it's I, I didn't mean to take us into movie land it was really more <laughs> of people tweeting at me that titanic wasn't a big deal
0: was like cool, <laughs> cool. you told me how old you are <laughs> so, yeah no doubt no doubt. Let me get these super chats sitting here real quick.
2: Yep. Bomber in the house. $5 super chat. Just to make sure everyone knows something that's rocket, rocket league, league is a great game. Also, Biomutant upgrade. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. The <laughs> multiplayer is fantastic. Have a great show, guys. Thank you. Thank hey, you HR too. Bomber.
1: I'm actually really looking forward to, to having a, a glow up pass on Biomutant. Um, I'm surprised it took them this long. Uh, so yeah. that, that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were playing Rocket League last night, which is what he's joking. It's an ongoing joke in our community of Rocket League. is a great game. It's just something we say because it's both like a love and hate relationship with that game. Um, And then Biomutant, yeah, um, they are a small team. uh, And, uh, you know, I I joked with uh, Travis about this the other night when we recorded that. Biomutant is the one review I did that stands out that I went high on in terms of score. You convinced me to buy it. Compared to the average. Um, I also
3: bought and then didn't play it. So I need to get to
0: that. (laughs) Well, I'm doing my job. You bought it. I don't don't care if you play it. (laughs) But yeah, uh,
3: he gets paid by the copy, guys. This is his referral code.
0: Very true. Very true. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate you. Gecko gamer back in the house.
2: Gecko, uh, anything to say on Digital Extremes' next game, Soul Frame? Looks good. That the Warframe reference is that like the same? It's the same studio,
0: no? It, it it is uh, it is warframe developers digital extreme, so he said it's inspired. Um, it's a mirror universe. I pulled this up because I saw his super chat. Mirror universe version of Warframe set in a fantasy world. Um, and it's supposed to be Tiny a free team to- is
1: warframes,
0: right? <laughs> free to play, open world adventure, heavily influenced by themes of nature, restoration, and exploration. So there you go. Looks cool. Sounds right up Dan's alley.
1: I haven't seen the video. I just sometimes I love it when they get a little when they get a little flowery. Yeah, your your video game version of Warframe in a fantasy world
3: has to do with restoration. Does it? Okay, cool, cool. I'll check it out.
0: They're going on the (laughs) other side of the coin for this one. Yeah, it Um, could be
3: like restoration in the same way that Outriders is about restoration and. You know, all those things it's supposed to be about. You didn't have to it...
0: sold them right out of the
3: gate. I'm just saying, you know, that's like a game that did that too. It was like, oh, it's about humanity's second chance. And you play that game and you're like, no, it's not. It's not about that. It's about I want to shoot guns and throw fireballs at it's about people.
1: quipping and shooting at demon things. Yeah, it has
3: nothing to do with that. It's, just, yeah. uh,
1: it's all right. Hey, I'm never, you want to be ambitious. I'm always going to respect it. But at least when it comes out in like your description of the trailer form, it's always going to sound a little silly. Prove me wrong. I would be happily proven wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much to say, and I guess we'll see. We don't know much about it right now, right? But I'm always open for a new uh, action-adventure game. Kind of weird, an action-adventure game that's free to play. I'll be curious to see how they set that up. Um, we'll see.
1: With resources.
0: Yeah, which once you start talking about having to gather resources constantly, I'm out.
4: But they're doing Well, Warframe, the right I
1: way. mean, how many resources does Warframe actually run? Is it 35, 40? I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot. I tried it for yeah. a couple
0: hours and I, I haven't ch- checked it out. Warframe so. is
1: an excellent free to play game with great controls I- and a lot to explore. And it gives you a lot of value as long as you're OK with like just being the guy. Um, but then they, they've made money doing smart things with their resources and their stuff. I have no problem with what they've built there, um, but it is uh, inscrutable to someone that doesn't go and figure out what's happening it um, is but
3: to be fair it's been around for a really long time and i think digital extreme is sort of uh <clears throat> sorry sort of perfected the the model there on the free to play so i'm sure that you know for some people that are expecting it to be free and also be a completely straightforward game like they're used to you know they'll be disappointed but i think they they're kind of the gold standard for free-to-play games like that so uh, big this community. comes from somebody who plays destiny and wishes that it would be more like warframe so, <laughs> in terms of its model
1: warframe gives a lot of value my gold standard still fortnite on free-to-play but warframe gives a lot of value
2: there all right and tau in the house how wait two intros uh no mcclunky oh my is god it. what's up bitcasters. Ho, started another podcast well i have something for my overnight shift <laughs> Thanks, tau. there you go clunky
3: clunky McClunky. There too i hard. got
1: i got way so many pans in the fryer i i can't even i can't even say uh but we're having a lot of why are you fun. putting up a pan yeah.
3: in the fryer
1: i don't know i'm bad at cooking <laughs> we yeah, like to start grease have... fires
3: yeah this is a recipe for disaster <laughs> literally
1: i told you i was a dumb paladin what can i say uh i got a lot of things cooking in whatever way is appropriate to cook them uh, <laughs> this
3: guy me. does not cook this is <laughs> insane. We know we know who's doing the cooking in the house.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, I'd like to advertise for a small oven called the Tavala, which I absolutely adore. Tavala, consider sponsoring me on Hoglaw YouTube channel. Thanks. My DMs are
3: how <laughs> <up. laughs> What is going on here? <laughs> uh, Use all right. the code PageShill
0: at checkout. <laughs> all right. Moving on to core topics. So one that'll be near and dear by the way, to... I'm playing
1: other trolls online.
0: Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was going to say we talked did, about that more did. than I thought last week. Actually, I That's went right. back. Yeah, no, we did and...
1: talk about it enough. I'm still in high aisle. I'm still playing what I think might be the best card game ever introduced into a, a separate video game. Like I want it printed and played. Uh, Tales of Tribute is fan freaking tastic. Um, so highly recommended. Elder Scrolls Online, super super fun.
0: That's you it. Might have, you might have sold me just on that because I was oh, a it Gwent, totally, I was a, a Gwent addict. So. It is a deck
1: builder. I probably played a hundred. Well, I can actually go look at my achievements, see what I played. I probably played close to a hundred games. Um, it is constantly interesting. It is constantly like all good deck builders. You share a shared deck that you build out of, um, specific pre-made decks out of that represent gods in the elder scrolls universe or other prominent people. Okay. Um, and they all go together and then you have, you know, the usual, they call it a tavern, but it's the market. Uh, and so you're you're constantly reflecting on what you can afford, what you can go. It's the standard kind of five coins uh, to start out with, and building up your deck to to play other people. But it is it is great every single time it is different. Uh, and there are you know there are ways that are simpler to understand to win, but there's a bunch of ways uh, that you could still come around the horn on people. And uh, I can't uh, I can't stop playing it. So I go into this MMO with this really awesome city and adventures and all uh, politics and fully voiced and i'm like yeah all right so i'm gonna just play one game of cards and we'll go do that stuff You am gonna do that stuff and then your session ends after having played seven times You're like i should have got that one so yeah uh elder scrolls trials of
2: tribute 100 fantastic
0: nice awesome. all right you might have sold me on it. there you go uh, hey, all right I've been,
2: I've been playing outriders that's all i got to say don't play it don't waste your money Let's go on to the core topics.
0: Travis already
1: <laughs> sold it to me. Am I going to be disappointed when I get to the new content?
4: No,
2: you, you won't have too. time to be disappointed because it takes like two hours. That's you know, <laughs> that's basically all I'm going to say. I, I can't, I can't. Do Wait, it. this big
0: expansion be... that they just came out with is only a couple hours long. It's it's yep. so short.
2: It's so short. There's no side quests, wow. like none. Travis it doesn't sold it side crust, to me, now.
3: but it does have an end game, and so it's. I mean, like it's, like it's, most MMOs, it's okay. It's,
0: it's, so they added an end game, end game to it with the expansion. They added an end game. Yeah, okay. So. Their first
1: their first pass uh, failed. <laughs>
4: failed.
1: Their first pass failed. failed. They needed to add an end game. They couldn't just patch it. They needed some revenues. It's all good. Travis sold it to me. I understand the situation. I think better than
3: Dan might have. I think I'm still going to be
1: satisfied when I get there. Did uh, did you play
3: the? I'm curious, Dan. Did you play the the trials of? Uh, try a guitar, I am currently a
2: apocalypse tier like fourteen, I think. Which is and there's forty of them. That's the level it, to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I played through it. I did not finish because I can't finish. I can't beat the last guy unless I drop like three or four tiers to get you know to go down and, and drop the difficulty with it. Uh, it's just too much of a time sink at the end. If you if you just want to play through it and try it, you know, it's fine. But I'm at the point now where I'm basically starting the trial and doing two small sections basically and then resetting it and, you know basically because I there's no point of going forward because I, I can't get past it at my current tier. if I play at my current tier, Are
3: you um, playing with people other other friends?
2: no no but the, oh that's not yeah. A problem, but, yeah that's I, super I, hard well, by yourself today to that
3: activity yeah after
2: this I'm going to play with my son we're going to try it out Unfortunately, outriders is run.
1: fundamentally balanced wrong for solo. Like oh, in is. terms yeah, of revives really and things like that, it is wrong on
2: solo. Yeah, yeah.
4: The, the problem with it is though
2: the individual target. classes aren't balanced. You know, like you can you can take a devastator and basically run through that gauntlet without a problem. My son does it all the time, uh, has no issues with it. Now you take a trickster or maybe a technomancer, uh, and it, it gets. Way way harder because there's really no builds that are meant to, you know, kind of encompass everything. You're either the trickster is kind of like the min max, you know, special. So it so you're your either, form. yeah, and it's it's like yeah, you go into mobs and it's disgusting what you can do. I think, you know, with with the right build, or you can build it specifically for bosses, which kind of takes you you know, takes away that power against the mobs. So th- there's really no good like middle ground that I've found yet. And I've tried several different combinations, but the issue with that again is, you know, getting that level and uh, getting that gear leveled up is, is a pain in the butt because it's 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 so expensive to like go in there and, and, and you know, they, there's certain items that you have to have three different resources to upgrade. One of which only drops, you know, doesn't drop in like large quantities and then you can you know even when you disassemble items to get those uh resources you might get 10 or 5 or 7 you know when you need like 780 something to level up one level of like your your, your special gun or something you've already so lost me i'm out yeah it, it, it's a mess i mean it's, it's I actually mean, there's so very much others. like diablo system though no it's- no, <laughs> I don't think you played Diablo. What he just described <laughs> yeah. has nothing just, to
0: do with Diablo that,
3: That's if yeah. you what he's describing is a path where you can upgrade weaker equipment to your current right. level rather mm-hmm. than just finding new equipment, which is the typical loop. It's that would be
4: also awesome people who if you could don't do want that to
3: let go of their stuff. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I
2: will more than happy let go of my stuff if I had stuff to replace it with. The problem is, you know, you, you go to this one section where you're your your reward is basically like shoes you know that's that's the gear type yeah, that you, you can target
3: farm loot yeah
2: right yeah in they, they have different areas they have five different areas that you can you know target that specific thing the problem is you don't the drop rate for that kind of stuff is so low I think I've got I've done it probably not joking like 30 35 times I've gotten two legendaries out of that and and that's it everything else is epic I'm still getting like the rare the blue stuff at at level you know whatever i'm at level 13 14 it's just it's it's not good it's not it's, when you have other games that do it better and that's always my problem is i should just you know not compare them you know when i look at like division two and i look at this i'm just like man it's just
0: even it's tiny, go do it. tiny tina's was really good right out of the gate with that was it that's, yeah. i haven't played it yet so so. Oh, just put Outriders down and go play Tiny Tina. I mean, I got to do well, this. wait a minute.
1: Well, no, wait a minute. Tiny, <laughs> Tina, Tiny Tina is a completely different type of game, right? Like, So one, one of the things that Outriders does great is mobility, the actual action. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that their builds are pretty robust in there. Now, I'm not anywhere near where Dan is on his levels. And Dan, can, like, every time he describes a game he plays, whether it's 400 hours in Forbidden West or 35 <laughs> runs of the end game of Outriders, like, he goes... Like, way past where I probably would have just naturally stopped as satisfied. So, I you know, I'm fine. <laughs> take, take my opinion with a grain of salt. But, like, Outriders is a different kind of game, clearly built off the framework of Diablo, at least in the areas that I'm playing. And, and yes. I love it for that. Tiny Tina's is borderline. Better game? Uh, well, I, it, it might be a better game. <laughs> uh, I, I tend to enjoy the actual playing of the game better in Outriders. Uh, and I like the writing and, and some of the other stuff and maybe the loot. I, I don't know in better in in Wonderland oh, okay. or Borderlands. But like I, you can't just say, go play this completely other game <laughs> and, and be happy there. Because, because the, the only reason I better.
0: said that is because he's complaining specifically about the loot. And right. as someone who literally plays games for looting, that's li- that's I, a I huge part, that's part of my part games. Of Tiny Tina's loot design too, is very right. good.
3: I I actually think Outriders loot is really good. That's actually one of the main things. I So two games I reviewed, Wonderlands and Outriders, both have very good uh, loot, especially compared to some of their peers. Did they completely
0: Um, redo the loot design from launch? No. Because Outriders loot is terrible. It is know, not. Is I, it I is will gone.
1: fight this. I will fight this. No, yeah, well, you're gonna lose.
3: The, there's there's set bonuses. <laughs> there's there's uh, build crafting where you can you can uh, stack perks and augment your abilities. Like those are all best practices. And the, and the abilities Diablo get all waxed. So, practices when they is, work
0: and they're designed well. Yeah. 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 They well, don't. Look,
3: give me an example of something that's designed poorly because I feel all right. So feel like, like, let,
2: me, let me give you let me give you an example. So yesterday uh, we'll get back to the shoe thing. My legendary dropped right okay and thank you Bobber. it's a it's a random roll, right on 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 these things now these new legendaries or apocalypse legendaries have three skills right one tier three i think one tier and two tier twos the last uh skill that's on that shoe is locked right you you can't change it and you can only change one of the other ones instead of going in and like being able to you know go in and change it which is a cool little system Except you have to really, you kind of rely on the roles, you know, that you get. Well, I got, yeah, that's my, good. My, loot my, design. My locked one, it would be if I got more than one in the 35 playthroughs, you know, the, the drop rates are just garbage. I got it like a, it was like
3: toxic bullets. You know, you do extra damage. It's to too awful and be. there's not enough I,
2: of it, Dan. I have, well, there's, there's not, it doesn't drop right. The, the, the drop I, rate I honestly I,
3: I actually think the drop rate might have to do with the fact that you're playing the game alone which i think we all agree here despite our, our differing opinions on the game overall that outriders was not designed as a single player experience and i think your loot might be influenced by that i i reviewed the game but i also played the game exclusively with three people your argument that the run, loot
0: isn't so. bad is that you shouldn't play it alone yeah.
3: No, I'm, I'm I'm specifically arguing the drop rate is bad because
4: he
0: is playing it alone. A drop
3: rate is bad. makes a bad loot game.
0: Loot is bad. Period.
3: The, the uh, actually wonderlands literally has the exact...
0: that's literally what they changed in Borderlands 2. When that game launched, had cool legendaries, cool guns, cool builds. The drop rate sucked. Literally,
4: w- the community went
0: is... nuts, and that's yeah, why wonderlands Borderlands drop was... rates
3: are also bad. I said Borderlands
0: two. I'm not talking about okay. wonderland. Borderlands two. Gearbox literally went back and rebuilt the whole game. If you play it now, it's completely different, and it's all based around drop rate. So drop rate is a fundamental aspect of loot design. And this is a huge thing that always happens in loot games, As you can say, it's great loot, but it never drops. Then it, then it's not great loot, period.
4: A good no, loot that's game... Wrong.
0: No, A that's good loot... A good loot... A a good loot let design. me speak. Let me speak. <laughs> a good loot game but you're drops... Right. Drops... Rick, we can argue loot games all day. I promise you. But
1: you're just you're putting it in the wrong bucket because drop rate, if you're, you're saying loot design is how the
0: loot is designed. I, Whether or not you like getting something, I, right? I said a game's loot design, not the loot design. Those are two different things. No, you said Part, you said drop rate is fundamental to loot design, Ains. Yeah, to the game's loot design, not the design of the gear itself. A oh, game's so check loot the design. tape on <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah, just for the design so of the loot system. You can right. you can say that. The amount a good loot game drops lots of loot that asks the player to continually reevaluate their build, and gives you lots of options for continuing to evolve your build, evolve and upgrade your gear. It's what writers does. Exactly it's what that. it's what Borderlands Two did extremely well once they fixed it. It's what Diablo Three does extremely well once they fixed it. It's what Wonderlands did good and Borderlands Three did good out of the gate because Gearbox learned their lesson. With Borderlands 2. Uh, Outriders did not do that at launch. You had to continually play. At a level. A high world tier level. Where your gear was underpowered. And you couldn't easily. Get gear in that world tier. To then conquer the higher world tier. That's why so many people complained about it at launch. Now I haven't That's played the, the expansion. So I, d- I can't speak to the expansion. I'm talking about at launch. It had fundamentally poor loot design. And you could play. For hours and tens of design. hours, where you weren't getting upgrades to move up to the world tier because you you had to play a certain tier to get a certain loot, and it, it then you have problems it,
1: with the game design. You have problems with the drop rate. That's not loot design. The loot the drop is good. rate is part it, of a
0: game's loot design. Period.
1: Yeah, but you keep saying loot design. So the loot itself gives you a broad array of things that change within it. Outriders is fantastic at giving you different builds and changing your abilities in fundamentally different ways in the way that I enjoy, right? Some games get 2.3% and Outriders does fantastical stuff with changing exactly how you play it. You're unhappy that you don't get enough of those quick enough. I I, look, I'm not playing at your level, so I'm not going to comment on that too much. That's fine for game design. Loot design is what your loot does, right? Loot design is exactly how your system is built and your system in outriders is really well thought about and really well designed you're unhappy with the meta you're unhappy with you don't get enough you say it doesn't progress easily enough well first of all that's to i taste. never said
0: progress easily enough that's not what you, i said you
1: did you Ains, you said it you can't get it easily enough
0: you you have to play a tier that you can't beat right to get the loot you need to beat that tier they it's literally an inverse equation right.
3: No, it's, but, it's really not like that, though. I mean, it, you, if you're playing on max world tier, apocalypse tier, as it's now called, mm-hmm. the game is always a little challenging, but 100% doable if you have decent loot. You don't even need, like, great loot to
0: do it. Well, and I have played that, the new one, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, I, 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 I totally get that. And I would actually agree that the drop rates were the main problem with Outrider, but I don't think the loot was the problem. I think the loot was pretty well received for those who had the stomach to grind for it. Which is a separate problem. I think I, I agree with Hogue on that one. But Outriders World Slayer fixes a lot of that. I, the, at least in my case, and the people, all the people that I played with for the review, and we played maybe like sixty hours together, um, the same group the whole time. Our loot was consistently really good. What Dan is is upset about is not getting specifically a legendaries or Apocalypse legendaries, which are granted uh, pretty rare drops. But you also don't need those drops to do really good builds, which I think is part of the beauty of the system. And then Dan was also complaining about the system by which you can change some of your perks. The idea is that you can swap out one perk and then it locks for good, which is actually good loot design. Because it means that you don't need a perfect god roll, but it it incentivizes you to grind to get like a close to god roll. And then you can turn it into a god roll for your specific loadout before it locks you out. Lots of of, uh, loot based games do that. Yeah, changing
0: a perk is a good idea. Yeah, yeah I, it's, a good, it's
3: a good it's a good but right. it's also a good idea to only limit it to one perk because otherwise it sort of destroys the entire uh god roll system where you're, sure. you're hoping Division to two does one, that so. yeah yeah lots right. of games do that I actually think it's a good design so I, I think uh the, the loot I, game is one of the main sorry. things world world slayers improved on the base
0: game. Uh well so when I asked that when we started this conversation you guys said no the loot's the same. It's it's no not I, I didn't say that. It's think I think, I think you, what, thin, what no. you're
2: what you're looking at if you, if you, if you, first of all, legendaries have locked skills. You will get the same thing every single time you do it. The only time you get any kind of, you know, is, is if you're getting like the epic, the purple gear kind of stuff. Everything else, legendary weapons are going to be locked into uh, very specific gear sets, gear sets, yeah. because they, that's what you get. You know exactly. You can get online and go, I want this gear set. This is what it comes with every single time. The numbers aren't going to be different nothing is going to be different it's always going to be the same
0: wait right? there's so no, variation the, the no variation in the actual variation in the legendary scores on them no it's all the same
2: it's literally all the same you can get on there and find out what it is now you can level those up um uh i'm not sure i can't uh, with the attributes i'm i'm pretty sure they're all standard all the way across um like uh i have a set that every single set gives you a bonus to uh firepower uh, also close range damage and then something else. And they're all the same. Every single one of them is exactly the same. I didn't get that on a roll. That's standard procedure for that. Now the, the Epic stuff kind of, you know, is a little bit different. I think it, 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 you can get maybe different, uh, skills and stuff with it. Now you've got a finite amount of skills. Usually there's a few of them and it depends on how you play. And I do like that part. I do like, they have a lot to choose from to kind of put on your weapon. Um, I think my biggest problem is that they did. They came in and they nerfed the class that I was playing with. That's another thing, uh, and and made it very very difficult to solo with. Um, not through the main game, that seemed to be no problem. Uh, once you get to the bosses, it gets a you know way way harder, uh, which is weird. My son played it same thing, uh, pretty much at the same levels as I did. I mean, he's better at me, you know, within ga- games at me. He's also younger, but he, he used the uh, the Devastator and plowed through stuff like I watched him play, and I was just like, "That's insane! How quickly he can take down, say, like uh one of the main bosses, and just just watch the health go like this." I'm jumping all over the place trying to not die, basically, the entire time. And and it there. There are some parts that I really do enjoy, but you know, once they get the drop rate, I think tuned in, and then you know, where I shouldn't have to go and play the same thing. And the last end game is just basically one level that you play over and over and over again. There's no variation to it. It's the same thing. You know, there's a there's there's
0: three or four well, different It's, it's like a, it's like a rift that is one one level, basically, right? So you go in,
2: you've got like a hub world, you can go right, you can go left, right, then you get through whatever one of those, then you're in the next space, you can go right, you can go left, or you can go straight, you take on a boss, you go to the next space, same thing It's, it's just but it's nothing ever changes. It's always going to be the same. The enemy types differ based on just randomness I think you can go in okay. you might have monsters you might have you know guys you're fighting you know it kind of depends it's just I, the problem I have with it is that I, I don't <laughs> I really enjoy playing it I hate wasting my time which is what I've been doing because I keep going back I'm like I really like how it controls I really like you know a lot of stuff about it I'm just yeah. tired of grinding you know like it comes a point where where I don't, I don't mind a little bit of grinding. It's fine. You know uh, I've been playing on the same tier, you know, that I was at, that I've got unlocked, and I keep, you know, it's just frustrating to me. Cause I'm just like, I I, I literally open a a chest or whatever. And I, 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 I walk away from it. I close my eyes every time. Like I physically, I'm like this, I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I turn around. I'm like, Oh my God here we go again, you know, I'm just like, like, like somehow that's going to make a difference, you know, in what drops. the chest. I'm, that's the point I'm at, but I'm going to try it after with my son. We're going to, we're going to run it together and, and see if that makes a difference uh, after the podcast. Hopefully it okay. does. Uh, I'm going to be using my phone because, you know, shout mm-hmm. out, you know, to games that don't allow cross play communication in game, you know, in yeah. 2022. I mean, it's insane to me, but that's fine.
0: That's fine. But he on PC? Yeah,
2: he's on PC. And you're on? On the PlayStation. Oh. So you can't even do it between PlayStation. Well, I think you might be able to do PlayStation Xbox. I'm not sure. If you,
0: want to, if you want to make it easier, turn your Xbox on in the background and just go into party chat and then just leave your Xbox well, my, party chat. My, my Xbox now, no, 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 no. He can use Xbox Game Bar on PC. You can party <clears> chat throat> across throat> PC and Xbox. Oh, yeah, and could then could. just play on your PS5, but just have Try. your Xbox on. I've done that before. Yeah, I might have yeah. to do that. Or you yeah, can use, that use Discord. Cell phone on the is... shoulder. Or use Discord. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is
3: why I assume that it doesn't tap
2: have on the, to the tap
0: shoulder.
3: Don't <laughs> <ever. You know laughs>
1: <it's, you know laughs> just cell phone on the shoulder. That's how I play
3: all the oh. time. When I I've done, done that before. I it. did that in a hotel <laughs> room for party chat. Yeah, <laughs> cell phone on the shoulder.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll come back. I, I I'm very. You orders. actually made me. You make me want to play the you update now, so I can see the loot, so I can talk about this specifically because I know Outriders at launch that loot was oof. It's not better. It's we'll good just to get. it's
1: so funny because the Outriders launch loot is what attracted me to the game and what kept me going through the game. And I'm like, <laughs> I, look, I'm not I'm a lightweight here, I'm not gonna fight it to the death, but it's like the design of Outriders is what I like about it.
0: <laughs> that, and that's yeah, I mean that's perfectly fair. I think you know, I, I don't know how to say this without sound, I'm not trying to sound condescending at all. I don't mean it this way, but like how how into Kind of end game loot grinding in games and loot games, are you? Um, like, I mean, do you spend hundreds and hundreds of hours in Diablo 3 riffs or, you know, stuff like that? Because I think maybe I'm coming at it from a certain point of view, right? Which is. But I just can't um,
1: imagine complaining about it if you get to the point where it's like, well, our 400 wasn't as satisfying as it should That's been. fair, too.
0: That's fair, too. Yeah. 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 And I think that's a big problem with games that have end games in general, right? Is that players expect a endless experience and from a game design standpoint that's you know we've seen very few games be able to pull that off in any sort of kind of quality fashion i would say
4: yeah i've I've always thought
1: that way whether it was mmos or now live service games which is like yeah you get the people in the first week that are like super upset about end game or drop rates or purples or whatever and it's like well what did you play between like the launch and now it's like well i'm on hour 240 and it's like well you know at some level you got your money's worth um, and uh, I everything should be better, everything should be perfect. I hated the Outriders first end game tra- try, just to be clear like the time trial, yeah, trials yeah. T- awful. Yeah. Um, so I was enthused about what Travis described for the end game. I'm not there in World Slayer because, as we talked about restarting, it's like I want to restart, let's get back into the Outriders lore. Um, so you know, I'm in uh, I'm, in, I'm in chapter three or just whatever. Skip it, just skip it. I actually just want to try another class, Travis, to be honest with you. Oh, okay, well, that's um, okay. fine. So
4: yeah, yeah, the class right. wildly different now. Actually.
1: The
3: end game is much better. The loot makes me wish that they had that sort of loot system in Destiny, a game that I do grind for. Well, Destiny's loot's
4: not games, great either. Uh, yeah, it's not. See, That's I the think whole point. Right, I, yeah. I, I, I'm
3: envious of Outriders loot, so I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. for a looter shooter, it does a really good job. Um, I mean, I would even take Wonderland's uh, loot, but yeah, it's.
0: Yeah, I mean that that was a big. <laughs> we don't have to stay on this too long, but that was the big part of what always drove me crazy about Destiny. Is my big thing, as I said, I'm I'm just a loot for lack of a better word because I, I adore loot in games and destiny's just is not a good design it drives me nuts and i love destiny the gameplay we've talked about this a million times the gameplay the mechanics are incredible uh the world yeah. building's incredible but it just doesn't keep me engaged so.
3: yeah Ed, no destiny's loot sucks i will be the first yeah. guy to say that
0: <laughs> they didn't even have shame. set
3: bonuses it's crazy no I, I, after I seven
0: years or not seven yeah. what nine years now seven it's seven Yeah, 2014 eight eight years Jeez. All, almost eight years yeah all right let's get the super fat chat excuse me from geo rio our regular in the house super fat
2: that was a shot at me hey geo <laughs> hi guys can't follow you guys live today just quick pop in have a great sunday everyone
0: thanks man geo thank you very much P- appreciate it brother <clears throat> all right so speaking of destiny segue Bungie and PlayStation announced that their deal has closed, and that Bungie can now be officially counted as part of PlayStation first-party studios. So, uh, I know we talked about this when it was announced, and um, Travis, you gave kind of your thoughts, being the the resident Destiny <laughs> expert here, <laughs> from a from a perspective. It's but <laughs> it's all over now. Everything is. About it. <laughs> but it sounds, uh, at least on the surface, and you can feel free to enlighten me if there's something. Um, you know, you've talked about with others that I'm not aware of, but it sounds on the surface like, really, as far as Destiny's concerned, not much is changing here. This looks to be more of a deal to have as PlayStation starts this shift into live service, which we've seen, you know, that they're driving towards. It's the expertise that comes with Bungie that they really seem to be investing in. Is that fair?
3: Yep. Yeah, I think it's a very smart and probably going to be a very lucrative uh, acquisition for Sony. I think they made a, a very a smart acquisition there. Uh, most of my qualms are with what it means for Bungie and that sort of thing, because I do suspect that there's going to be a brain drain of sorts at Bungie as uh, all these positions for all these upcoming live service games open up, and they're going to be leaning on Bungie's expertise. And I assume grabbing employees from that office and who will no longer be working on Destiny. So most of my my uh, <laughs> uh, worries are for actual destiny but if you don't care about destiny then this is uh very good news for you because there's extremely talented people who understand the live service model uh better than pretty much anyone else at that company and uh have it, sony having access to that brain trust is uh incredibly important i think going forward so Hopefully it'll result in some good games. But if you don't like live service games, boy, do I have some bad news for you? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say,
1: actually, that was going to be my response in my
3: head, Travis. But he said, it's very good news for you. It's like, it's very good news for you
1: if you like live services games because PlayStation is now locked and loaded.
3: Exactly. 10, they're going to do 10 live service games in five years. And I assume that there's going to be something of a brain drain at Bungie to accomplish that. Uh, which I got is news my... for Destiny isn't worth four billion dollars, so that's exactly right, exactly <laughs> right. And so, that, that's what I say is uh, there's lots of people in the Destiny community every Thursday. I talk about it, and they're like, Oh, Sony acquired Bungie now. Destiny's gonna get all these cool things, and I'm like, <laughs> No, no, it's gonna be the exact opposite. Destiny's gonna start to be less and less important if they have a couple hits. Well, and so, they're
0: working on their new IP too, so they're working on two new IPs.
3: They have uh, Matter, and they're developing a mobile game. Which, if I know, Bungie's model for destiny. They're gonna make a lot of <laughs> microtransaction money. So I'm I'm just you know, I'm one of those guys who stood by Bungie for two years when they said, "Look, we're doing this thing. We're going to be fully independent from Activision. Stick with us as we adjust our model." Blah blah blah. And they sold us this dream of an independent Bungie, and then as soon as they got a good enough, you know, offer, they were like, uh, never mind. Actually, uh, we're just going to go ahead and sell our company." So I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty you know disgruntled by that, and I also think that it's not good news for Destiny. Unlike some of my peers who I think are a little naive of the business uh, situation. Because the that whole uh, loyalty that 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 the money that they set aside for loyalty, it's not for loyalty to Bungie. It's loyalty to Sony and PlayStation companies. And so I, I think they're gonna uh, probably switch around some some people to different. Travis, we'll see.
1: I don't disagree with you at all. I will say this: if you are a management or a significant stockholder in Bungie, and if it as is as described from the press release, and Sony rolls in and says we don't want to control your publishing. We don't want to control your development. We don't want to manage your company. Um, and here's $4 billion. And here's what your pro rata portion of that would be. Um, that was probably the easiest deal to sign in the history of deal signings, at least <laughs> oh, as described sure. in the press release. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah, yeah, Because Sony bent over backwards. Uh, and I was very critical of them because I said, I have, I have looked at a lot of deals. What the hell did they buy? Um, and they think they bought control of the brain trust. Um, I don't know. Bungie has traditionally and historically been difficult to manage uh, in terms of the egos and the talent and the skills and whatnot. Uh, So Sony thinks they bought that and Sony might have and there can be a honeymoon period or whatnot. I I would grow concerned if Sony tries to move too many resources away from whatever their creative pursuits are or God forbid doesn't deliver on the multi-billion dollar movie asset that is Destiny as an IP... Uh, then then you know you could see some real friction there. Um, so we, we'll see how it goes. Bungie is one of those things that's been in virtual reality a bunch that's been uh, talked about in business side and video game side for decades before virtual reality existed because they are mercurial, because they are frictionful, because there are egos in those rooms and it'll be easy to see, it'll be interesting to see. Um, just as an example, you know, Bungie, I would argue, was driving some of what we saw with the social messaging from the Sony studios in the last month. Um, And Sony knew that Bungie wasn't, it wasn't going to work once they took Bungie in. And so they're trying to set up a new world order for how they deal with statements from their, from their studios. Cause that was, as it happened, that was uncomfortable for Sony headquarters. Like you could feel it. Like they're all coming out with slightly different statements at the same time. Bungie's driving that while they're still independent and Sony headquarters is silent ish. And it's like, this is what our people are going to do because Bungie's going to drive that position. And so I think Sony's changing. Might be for the better, might be for the worse. I'm not coming out on either side on that. But there is every possibility that a deal this weird goes sour. Um, and Bungie, of course, has a history of having their deals go sour.
3: agree with all of that as well. Um, I would just add that I don't think it's like, uh, you know, Sony taking people from Bungie and putting them on new assignments. I just think that if you work for a big corporation and now they've got 10 new projects, there's a lot of people in the not senior management level who are going to, you know, see a job as creative director or higher up on a different project and move. So I think it's more of an organic kind of brain drain from Bungie. And I think that also to your point about them being rebels, there are certainly rebels at the top of Bungie. I don't think that they're going anywhere, and I think that they might have trouble managing that. But there, are Pete and Sony is going to be a thing
4: <laughs> for sure,
3: for sure. But I think <laughs> I think man. most people at, at Bungie right now have there, It's not the same culture of rebellion, I would say, as it was in the past for the vast majority of employees, most of which are not their legacy employees. So I don't think they're going to take the Luke Smiths and put them on other thing. I think they're going to be in at Bungie making destiny and making movies and all this other stupid stuff they're doing. But uh I uh I I don't I I think that there's a lot of room for the people actually on the ground floor to end up on different projects. And that's what worries me a little bit. But yeah, you know not I, that's just me worrying about it. destiny. I think it's probably good for the industry as a whole. It just is bad for Destiny. And I'm trying to tell that to Destiny fans who see uh, the four billion dollars and assume that that's all going into the next expansion and I'm like yeah that's <laughs> not how this works the, that Dude, money that went is to the next in their, expansion their pocket expansion to his yeah. house that yeah one, exactly
1: that exactly one, he, he, he <laughs> expansion to his greenhouse and his uh, his boathouse and his lake house or whatever uh, yeah, but no that went to the stockholders bungee not bungee on
3: the on the podcast I'm on hogue they go like oh they got that Sony money now and I'm like.
4: <laughs> that is not how that works dude I just
3: yeah it just it hurts me so much though, like,
4: I'm like like, like yeah, board,
2: go ahead no it's like okay. you know it, maybe they're sending just the loot designers over there Travis to these other projects and then you know the design in some fresh for what game, blood. What, for what for destiny? game has all the loot. destiny 2 loot designers Sending Ooh,
0: over to that's these terrible! Other... Don't Believe send me.
2: them. You don't. They're want, not they're worth three point seven dollars.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Never mind
2: yeah, three point seven billion. To <laughs> find something positive. the life service
3: team, the life service team, the the model that they built, and their shooting mechanics teams. Those are the ones. That <laughs> they, want team, yeah. they want their oh, economists.
1: They want their economists. They want their project manager pipeline because that's that's yes. what life That's what they do. live service management. 100%. they don't, I was just all to be about
3: loot design, and they probably, I would i would venture to guess that they don't even really care about their shooting sandbox FPS chops. I don't even think that that's Not really, the specifics, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's exactly right, Hoag. It's project
0: managers. It's live service. It's management, it's, 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's economy. Yeah. I mean, we, we continue to see, I know we've talked about it a bunch here, but we continue to see live service struggles across the industry. Um, and, you know, the value of an organization that can do it so effectively and profitably uh, is it's where the investment is.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah. And they're going to they're going to go ahead and bring their model of um, of vaulting content that you already paid for gonna <laughs> put that in every game. Uh, Hogue, so get ready for My uh, videos for to get angrier. Yeah. I already had a screen. Hey, a bunch Travis is part okay. of
0: the problem. He buys and talks about this game every week.
3: I, ac- Oh, ho. Oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. I have not spent any money on destiny ever because I've been reviewing it since destiny one. <laughs> I've never bought an expansion. No, I actually but, brag but... about this all the time. I have never spent money on destiny Ever and I'm to be a, fair, you do, you do tell people can't not all be to play. IGN
1: it. reviewers, Trev. Okay, no, I know. I'm just
3: saying that I'm not part of the problem specifically <laughs> because I don't pay for it and I give them scathing reviews almost every time they release anything. So, you sold you some you know, witch
1: queens. You sold some witch queens. I did. So, I
3: did. I did. I did. I, I gave um, witch queen deserves it though. Credit where credit is due. Uh, It's a good expansion.
1: I, I don't mind Destiny. I don't. But it's like, yeah, if you start talking about, I, you know, I did a video on vaulting because I think vaulting is abhorrent. It's not my problem you've heard me say that a thousand times yeah uh but um yeah so we'll we'll see what sony does i i you can fear the future you can look excitedly at it and say hey maybe it'll be different but it could still be fun and i'm an optimist at heart so i'll say well show me some stuff maybe skull and bones is a competent game who knows you had to go there. <laughs> God, skull and Bones. Is
3: this a transition? Or are we talking about Skull and no, Bones? No, we're not talking
0: good. about Skull and Bones, but it was still yeah, funny. Um, I can... And I completely agree with Rick as well that uh, the, the, the nerve of vaulting paid expansions is... Whew, that's something. That is something.
3: I, w- I will say there is an argument to be made that that sort of practice not only has already happened and existed in the past with things like taking servers offline for older games, yada, yada, but also that there's probably some... It is a problem we have to address going forward in the future because live service is... You can't go back and watch the universe. There has to be an Fortnite. argument on how to
0: do it.
4: Yeah,
3: Exactly. There's got to be a way to do it. I just think Bungie's first pass is is really like... Uh, it's using a cudgel. It's not a good model, and it, it can't be uh, the model that we use going forward. But I yeah. do think that there's a legit fair. debate of like what do you do about service that only exists for a short window. The Fortnite events, you can't go back and experience those. And more importantly, how do you... How do you keep those games and put them in a museum for preservation? There's a game preservation argument that I think is super important. Um, so I, I would love to see the industry uh, tackle that. But I think right now we're just in the infancy of live service. And that's clear by how
0: many failures are out there. So, yep, no offense, anthem. I am a, a anthem. Anthem 2.0 could have been good, man. A lot, a lot of stuff you can go and play with Anthem. <laughs> the last Ever.
1: Anthem fans on the internet, folks. The You're
0: looking person. at us. You're looking at us. Someone's gotta be it, right? I'm gonna start a weekly Anthem podcast. Dan, let's do this. Let's
2: do it. You and the it's three just, other it's just yeah. <laughs> it. It's 60 minutes of us just crying. Like that's all <laughs> Just crying for 60 minutes straight. Yeah. And we can get it. I
1: listen to 40 minutes of loot complaints, and now they're <laughs> now they're waxing philosophic about anthem. <laughs>
0: yeah no, talk, because...
3: about, talk about loot problems
2: oh. yeah and
0: outriders took a lot of those problems it was very similar in a lot of aspects Ew. anyway moving on. It that. They're not, it's not that bad i don't know even it's, it's not, not that, that bad yet. no 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 it's, it's not that bad i'll be very clear i'll be very clear bad. i'm
1: putting this opinion bad. in your breath of the wild opinion bucket
3: <laughs> just don't listen bucket yeah, just don't, don't just, just
1: turn, turn it oh, uh, that's one of his things okay cool yeah. i'm gonna what's on twitter
0: <laughs> um So speaking of loyalty, by the way, I am very excited not stay on Bungie for one second is if we're being honest about Bungie, right? They have paved the way in the industry a number of times, right? And they paved the way with Halo and they paved the way with Destiny. I am very, very excited to see what they do with matter, because when I look at the industry right now and you look at live service and you look at free to play and you look at battle royales and you look at all these kind of trends that are evolving in front of us. And what they've created with Destiny in that community. I'm very curious to see what matter ends up being. Um, because I, I just want to see whatever Bungie's take is on a new large scale IP from their kind of visionary side in 2025 or whenever that game launches. So and I'm yeah. just well, recording
3: really myth and marathon revivals. So <laughs> yeah, you keep, keep waiting, holding your breath there. Although they did put uh myth and marathon uh, references in Destiny, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Um the uh, for the 30th anniversary, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm losing my brain, it's okay. <laughs> I okay, have that anyway, effect oh, you're oh, doing oh, this insane. more
0: often lately, oh, Travis. Sorry. You may I want am. to get that I'm, looked have, at.
3: I've gotten no sleep 45 hours a week of Xenoblade, <laughs> Xenoblade for three weeks. Uh, so you just dreams uh, of dragons and anime girls, dude. Seriously, my brain is like 90% Xenoblade information right now. It's got nothing uh, no, to do with what, Xenoblade. What I, what, I, what I was gonna say is you said 2025 for matter. I have a theory that game's coming out next year because they just hired PR people in February and a bunch of other oh, things that make okay. me think that they're actually going to announce it and then release it pretty shortly next year. So we'll see.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, PlayStation stars, guys. Uh, so PlayStation came out this week and announced a loyalty program that... Uh, here's the details. Launching later this year, it's free to enroll. There will be monthly campaigns and activities. In through which you can earn loyalty points that can then be exchanged for things like PSN wallet funds or products. And they're going to have a digital. I hate this. I hate putting these two words together digital collectibles, which are, are, are they
1: fungible or are they non
0: fungible? No, no, uh, no, no. So they are, they are, they, they are, can be free, they are free and collectible, but it. When you read this, I don't know if you guys read this press release, right? But basically, m- what went through my head was okay, so Xbox rewards, cool, right? Fun. I was actually
1: thinking eShop coins, but yes, yeah, fair, fair right? I was another... thinking
3: Steam points. <laughs> I don't, i just looking okay, at the question. gamut covered. <laughs> we folks. get it, we get it, we For get all it. your gaming needs,
0: yeah. So, uh, another free program, and then oh, so PlayStation was going to do NFTs and read the writing on the wall. I got it, okay, so they're. Uh, this looks interesting to me. You
3: think so? You think they, they read the, defund- writing on the wall, Ains? They started
0: their
1: crack dealership with the free hits. That's what they're doing. That, that nah. could be as well. The writing on the wall.
0: Yeah, it could be as well.
3: So, so wait, Ains, your theory is that they had non-fungible tokens, and then they read the writing on the wall, and they were like, let's make them fungible. And so they added the <laughs> yeah. fung back into I, the
0: I, I think to Rick's point that he's making is this is a, a setup that they knew they couldn't introduce kind of paid digital collectibles out of the gate at this point in time and so why not start this program where you introduce the concepts uh and we'll right. see to, whatever that
1: program. interface is going to be you're going to have your museum with your bobbleheads or or whatever it is that they're doing uh and then it's like well and then on a holiday 18 months from now you say well we got a special we have a special thing for you all it's just 299 and it's a special kratos with you know, a Christmas flag, whatever, I whatever, whatever they're doing. Um, and then it's like, well, okay, that went well. So we had the one that you purchased and, and yeah, it's on the blockchain, but it's, it's not okay. It's, you know, it's fine. It's just a bobblehead. And then it's like, well, we're, we've decided to start a market because that went so well and we're going to add that to the museum. It's it's fine. You can also earn these things if you want. Um, and we are going to otherwise secure them with some blockchain entries uh, but it's it's cool, bro. It's it's a bobblehead, <laughs> and you can earn them.
0: Yeah. So but. let me. Here's the actual wording. I have the press release in front of me. Yeah. So as part of PlayStation Stars, we're unveiling a new type of reward called digital collectibles. Quote. Collectibles are as diverse as our portfolio of products and franchises. They are digital representations. Open world
1: third party adventure, third person adventures.
0: Yeah. They are (laughs) digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved comic or, excuse me, beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. Oof, that's a sentence there will always be a new collectible to earn oh, an ultra rare collectible to strive for or something surprising rare. to collect just for fun
1: ultra rare to strive for would you say there's a timing component that might be attached to that i don't know
3: perhaps <laughs> let's yes let's hopefully get the loot game wrong. right right yeah. they're All gonna, gonna do
1: dailies things. they're gonna do everything else they're gonna they're trying to meta engage with playstation as a platform And then they're set up with the concept of collectibles to monetize that directly should they ever deign to do so. So there's 1,000% of backdoor entry into tokens. And by the way, I'm the guy on these episodes and in my channel that isn't like knee-jerk NFTs are the devil. I think there is a use case that probably exists out there that isn't otherwise filled out because I love technology. And I think every bit of technology has something that it could do wisely, and it has been completely killed for this early period because of monkeys and art stealing and everything else. <laughs> and I don't blame anybody yeah. for reacting the way that they do, but I'm also not, it is the devil, it is evil forever and ever, amen. I am far closer to, hasn't presented a compelling use case for me, but I I, I can't guarantee I'm not sitting in that room, but as a lawyer, I'm 99% sure that that is ready to be converted into monetizable blockchain protected tokens. If for the sure. day should come where they decide that it would be okay. For PR yeah. or other purposes.
3: Yep. Agreed. And I think, furthermore, I would submit to you, Hoke, that uh gamers are gonna fall for it pretty hard. I think this is like perfect because it's collectibles. First of all, gamers are already obsessed with digital collectibles. There's trophies and achievements they're constantly sure. hunting for. There's there's there, there's there's this was already we're into loot Avatars, we're into drops, we're into ra- getting rare things and collectibles and yada yada. And so I think this is something where this is their foot in the door the same way that achievements were, I think, a precursor even to that as a digital collectible and something that shows sure. that you're a, a true gamer and is a testament to your dedication and your your the breadth of your your gameplay expertise hey, or you so. baby,
1: you want to come see my digital collectibles?
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know, my gamer score is pretty high and that's never gotten me any babies either. So uh, there you go. I'm going to... So, literally, literally and
2: figuratively. It doesn't it work. ever <laughs>
3: Yeah. this so, long to
2: figure out that gamers are generally dumb dumbs it's just like really bright shiny things that go
4: Ooh,
1: you know and they, they, i'm just going to correct you it. at one point there dan and you meant to say yeah. humans not gamers <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's laughs> true, yeah, that's true. yeah
2: just show me the shiny thing and yeah i mean they, they've had playstation or sony rewards for a long time now there just looks like they're just rolling it into the playstation ecosystem yeah which is better, I guess? But, yeah, I mean,
1: it wasn't yeah. working, right? Like, PlayStation oh, forgot garbage. how to engage with their yeah. with their bonus program, so it's like, what they want to do is they want to get it right up there in your face, because the only reason to give you free things is to get you to engage uh, with their yeah. platform, so they want to yeah. do it more directly, they want to have whatever that's going to be, At a museum, it's, you know, some kind of baby version of PlayStation Home, the Revenge, uh, to allow you to show these things off. Like, this only works if there's some method to show them off. Uh, right. And so you're going to have to be able to go check on those collectibles, some kind of quest, probably a book to fill out with empty entries that you missed. Um, you know, things like that, all the drivers for completionism, uh, allowing you to take photos of your bobbleheads to make them your avatar image. I, you know, this is the kind of thing that you would absolutely build in. I don't have any problem with it. Uh, but we should not be naive about the setup. Um, for what it what it could be. They're not as stupid as Ubisoft, um, and so they're doing the same thing, just slower.
0: Yeah, and and Gecko makes a good comment here. Steam has trading cards today, right? I actually asked someone, because I logged in my Steam Deck last week, right, and I bought some games and played some games, and I got all these things in my inventory, and I actually asked someone on our Discord, I was like, what is all this stuff? Like, I, I just had no interest, but yeah, and you can sell them and trade them, and yeah, so...
1: I think mine says, I think mine currently says like 80, 864, like unopened or unlooked at <laughs> items or whatever. Like it just, sure. it just tells you in the corner. But yeah. yeah, there was a time, God, there was a time when I was just seeing if I could arbitrage the card market at, where I was just seeing exactly how much stuff I could get. So I spent like a month like swinging cards around uh, and moving them in the market on Steam to oh, collect really? like money into my steam wallet yeah well because it was fun and it was it was I, was I was got the five free cards i was like all right if i pick one game and i take five free cards how much can i paperclip this up right the old the old trading a paperclip for a car you guys know this like axiom of like, going to the swap meet and going to take paperclip to the book oh yeah yeah, yeah yes, yes yes to the book to the book to the toilet paper yeah. to the toilet, you know, and, and winding up with a car and i was like okay i'm gonna take these five and i can't remember what it was from it was from some lame game but it was the one that people hadn't played very often so that there, there wasn't a high level of supply in the cards and then i sw i was swinging those around and i got what i spent a month and i think i got i don't remember what it was 37 dollars something because i was just amusing myself <laughs> um and i and then i bought you know whatever i bought a game i was like all right that's way more labor I, I, I make more spending a quarter hour on, you know, an email for a client. Uh, but um, it was fun to see exactly what you could do.
0: Sure. I was going to say that sounds like a lot of time and effort for $37. It was more but, for
1: fun. It was what yeah. can, what, how, how can you do this? Sure, sure, sure. And I'm hardly the best. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's interesting. Well, it's like I see people with the Xbox rewards do the daily things and the monthly campaigns and, you know, the, the, and they earn credit and stuff. And when I've looked at it and go to do it, I'm like. You know, I'm spending 10 minutes on this and I'm getting like 8 cents. I'm like, this is not worth my time. Like, Same, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah sure. I'm like, why Why would I ever do this? Um, But I, I don't know. Some, Like you said, there's lots of people who use it and and enjoy it. It always so.
1: pops up. I'm not paying yeah. attention to it. Is it? Is it play a Game Pass game? Is that like just one of their constant dailies? Because I think it pops yeah. up every time I turn yes, one on. Yes,
0: there is. <laughs>
3: yeah, once a day.
0: Yeah, because yeah, every so, time I play Halo, it pops up and I get woo! like three points, which is like a third of a cent but like but that. i
3: will say like uh i've i get six hundred dollars a year of free you know xbox live or sorry xbox store credit because those points they just accrue if you're gaming like every day and earning achievements and stuff you'll you'll get like 100k and i think it's 91k to get a hundred dollars yeah. in store credit yeah. and and they cut you and then they cut you off at 600 a year and i know that because the past two years they've cut me off in like June <laughs> <noon. laughs> because i our, just our get buddy you know, diego He bought his Series X with rewards points. Yeah,
0: I've seen people do that too. Yeah, honestly,
3: it's—I mean, obviously, it's stupid that you have to hold it in. You gain like three cents or whatever, but if it adds up without you really doing anything, so yeah, Mm -hmm. I I get six hundred bucks a year, and then they cut me off. And yeah, I
1: once—I think I got a five-dollar credit. I once did that. See, I don't pay. I don't pay enough attention
0: to these things. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well. Um. All right. So we'll see. They just said uh, no date on that. Just launching later this year. I would presume they launch it somewhere around Ragnarok uh, to celebrate, you know, a big kind of release. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, if
1: Ragnarok comes out in November, sure.
0: (laughs) All right. uh, Speaking of which, I got my uh, Jotar edition or Yotar edition uh, pre-order in this week. Yes, yes. Page isn't
1: sure. there an n in there isn't it
0: jotnar jotnar maybe that's what it is jotnar yeah. i don't know i don't know the the, the big one with the hammer yes, i'm sure it's Jotnar, yeah, but i mean it's like it's jotnar to us i think you're right in yeah, think you're in michigan right. yeah um <clears throat> uh, by the way tau says i have so many reward points Two hundred thousand points which is like a thousand dollars in gift cards there you go so that's insane that's a lot
3: Two hundred thousand reward points on my on xbox uh that's what tau said in the chat that that's only 200 dollars Take it from somebody who
0: knows.
4: <laughs> Travis, <laughs> well, have I you ever seen? Or maybe
0: he's had a thousand dollars over time. I don't know. Have what you is seen it?
1: Real Genius, the movie with Val Kilmer? They're the at college. Like yeah, it's a good
4: movie.
1: movie. Right? There's a guy living in the closet, and he's figured out that a sweepstakes <laughs> doesn't limit entries, and so he's using a machine, and he winds up at the end of the movie with like six million prizes. This strikes me as your methodology. Uh, six, I get six hundred dollars yeah. a year, Rick. God, speed. It's like, I feel like you're reading the rules of these things. You're like, all right, the E points work this way. The Steam points work this way. Xbox points work this way. We got a stew going now.
3: I, uh, I look into it. I really will tell difficult. you. I look into it. I go, I go, all right. oh, okay, so you can earn. I saw that they were doing a drawing once for uh, a lifetime of Game Pass, and I was calculating, okay, $10 a month for how long, uh, how many entries would I have to get where it would be worth it, but I wouldn't be risking too much money to get lifetime of game pass but i ended up not doing it because the odds did match up but i definitely look into this stuff i like think about i just okay.
1: i love the thought of you running that math all right so if i have to get mm-hmm. him in here what's my time what time do i spend in toner uh you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the way i uh sorry Tao, i mixed up he said he had a thousand dollars in best buy gift cards through the best buy points so i mixed that, i was quickly looking at comments
3: legit that program's
0: legit. it was they it canceled was. it in may
3: Wait, yep, really? that was my favorite thing back yep.
1: back in the day. Best Buy Rewards. Could, I could get a ton of stuff in Best Buy Rewards because I used oh, a that's, card. card oh, that's a death knell.
3: That's so. a death knell. Yeah,
0: I'm am an Elite Plus. I'm the highest level there is. But Me too. Uh, it's it's it, they cut it. Yeah, oh, there there whoa. still is a point system, but it's like a fraction of what it was. Yeah.
4: Damn.
1: God, I remember that. You're you're, you're bringing these memories off? in because I remember being at the law firm. And it was, it was like gift certificate printout day. And I would, I would, I would use our printers. Sorry, apologies. I'll send the 60 cents. Um, and I would print out the certificates and I would, I would take them. I would drive back on my way home from work for a Best Buy Tuesday. And oh, that was the so happy times.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I was on mute. I was responding to Tal cause he said, uh, yeah, the game, their gaming unlimited club, which was awesome by the way, that's gone. And then their rewards program—they also changed this year, um, as well. It. So, kind of sucks. There,
1: I mean, big box retail got a yeah. got a business model that they have to work through.
0: Exactly. And uh, by the way, right,
3: got, I'm surprised they've they've lasted this long. Frankly, yeah,
0: yeah, they've evolved. They Outlasted almost everyone else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fat boy hard uh, with the super chat.
2: To be fair, I'm paid up for two years on Game Pass Limited with MS Rewards without yep. paying a thing. Yeah, it'll work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You can turn you can turn easily turn a month of playing Xbox into a month of Game Pass if you play enough. It's it's kind of ridiculous. But yeah. Yeah. It's good. You have to care about the point system.
0: All right.
1: After thinking, I'm gonna have to go look at some buttons to press. I tell you what. Some of us (laughs) are scrappy,
3: Hogue. We're trying to save a buck, you know?
0: And speaking of uh, free-to-play models here and, uh, you know, interesting things that are coming. So Skate, I wanted to touch on. The Skate franchise, as we know, is coming back. They announced last year. It's not going to be titled Skate 4. It's just going to be simply titled Skate. And I unlike hate. a... I hate it. I know. This is not a
1: Skate-related problem. I hate you renaming the damn thing the same name. <laughs> like Screw just you, God of War. Less. Get out of here, Tomb Raider.
0: Pizza. <laughs> I don't mind it. Well, you might mind some of these other things I'm going to say. Surprise. Is that uh, it's oh, still God. in early development? They announced that it is not a normal kind of uh, paid title. It's going to be a live service title and free to play. It's, it's going to have good. microtransactions that will focus on cosmetics and quote convenience.
1: Convenience. I tweeted oh, about that. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then a data miner, uh, Tom Henderson, reported on this. They found already loot boxes in Skate, which are called swag bags. That uh, will give you a currency called Taps, where you can unlock different customization options. So I loved, um, as many of us did, right? The old skateboarding games. And then we had the Tony Hawk reboot last year, which was one of the highest rated games of the year. It was incredible. Really well done. The studio was
1: shut down right after (laughs) Activision, (laughs) folks.
0: I know. Uh, Fantastically done. And I was excited to see Skate coming back. And then I read all this this week and saw some of the. If you weren't aware on EA's and Skate's channel, they have some early dev footage of it, which has this art style, which is not what I expected. Um, uh, When combined with all of this info, I was like, oh God, you just killed Skate for me. This doesn't, I mean, you know, open-minded, right? We'll see what the game actually is when it comes out. But uh, yeah, this this wasn't news that I was happy hearing. That's for sure.
1: I'm the wrong person to talk to about these things because I never really liked the skateboarding games as much as some other things. Um, so I feel like, in terms of, I don't know what you would even classify that. I, I guess I consider it still extreme because I'm you know from the 90s when my extreme, memories extreme, were,
4: were, were put extreme. together, uh,
1: but like you know, I'm I, I enjoy like Writer's Republic that I never see anybody talk about. I enjoy you know, uh, all you these various that. things. Ains and I you did both
0: reviewed it, we both, both were right. reviewed it and we both gave it the same score.
1: I you quite like that game, like yeah, in terms of like, too. here's what I want to do, I want to go down a mountain and like just hang out. It's like it does what it says on the tin, folks. It was a good um, game. Yeah, a good game. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I, I have no love for any specific brand on this, on a skateboarding game. And then you say, hey, we're going to use the name and its skin suit to make an entirely
3: different experience. Okay, more power to you, EA? I, I don't know. <laughs> I will say, I don't have a problem with the free-to-play model or live service. I, th- I think those are no. both potentially barrier lowering, uh, game expanding references. I I, I don't, I don't have some of the negative connotation that some of you do. However, I will never (laughs) not find it funny that something like a counterculture, uh, movement like skateboarding, uh, is now an EA game with microtransactions. That is hilarious (laughs) to me. (laughs) That is, that is the most funny turnabout that I, in recent memory. Don't capitalize
1: the S now. In terms yeah. of our trademark branding, it's a lowercase <laughs> S because we're it rebels is.
0: with a period at the end
3: with no, a period.
1: A, <laughs> now it's, it's an order sign. s. Is
0: what, is what it's turned it's, into.
1: It's huh? an imperative. It's an order. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, you know, Travis, I don't know whether this comes across. I actually don't have a problem with the overall concept of free to play. And I think it's a fantastic entry point for a lot of people. There's just good ways and bad ways to do it. Right. And I trust EA. Oh, not at all. As it turns out, as I reflect on how I wanted to finish that sentence. So, Fair. you know, I can, I can clearly imagine that. Well, when we say convenience, you get one skate per two hours and then you'll have your little energy timer running. And then if you want to skate again, then you buy some, what did you say? Taps? I don't taps. <laughs> you
0: know. You, yes,
1: you, taps. You, you buy some skate V-Bucks. You get your
0: swag bag, man.
1: Come on. You get your swag bag. And it might have some playtime. Oh, this one didn't though, but it does have a graffiti that you can use, but not unless you have the graffiti pass. Um, so, you know. <laughs> There's there's good ways and there's bad ways. Like I continue to say, I think Fortnite is fantastic at bringing people in and monetizing them in a way that they're comfortable with and otherwise providing value. Um, and a lot of people get it wrong. For sure. Mobile games, you know, you got gotcha games that are the the devil. Here's six seconds of a game, and you know, go figure it out from there. Uh, so there's good ways and right. bad ways.
3: Ubisoft does it too. I would actually put Ubisoft in the bad actors category because they intentionally. What do they make run free game- to play? Well they, they don't bring free to play but they do things like uh, the convenience thing i uh, really bothers me when it interferes with game design Agreed. so they'll like yeah. they'll they intentionally make their game twice as grindy and then sell you a double xp you know add on to make it go the normal speed that they should have designed Hi, it at Yeah, yeah. yeah. so on, it's like stuff it's like the- that where i'm like, i'm like dude that's cuz that that actually impedes game design like the developers are like hey you know how much xp they should have give them 50% of that and make the game as grindy and as boring as possible, so that they want to pay to get past it. And it's like, oh, terrible. Pause, man, not as terrible. boring as possible.
4: <laughs> okay, but
3: but but it, but it, I'm not saying that Valhalla is. I'm just saying that it does incentivize them. It's like, oh, add more
1: layers, right? But that's always the layers, risk, right? That's where the risk. trust comes okay. in, right? The free to play always has that risk that we're gonna we're gonna screw things around to get that extra dollar, um, yeah. right? And and so that that always it has that risk. I would say. Bahala might be a little bit worse at it. I, you know you brought up Odyssey. Odyssey was my game of the year when it released. Odyssey, I think, mm-hmm. works fantastically well. You did I never bought anything uh in Odyssey. Uh, so I so it's, it's it's my opinion it may did. vary on these things. Well, yeah. but I mean
3: on- honestly to me, I played that game without the double XP thing and it felt like it was going about half as fast as it should have. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, they really like want you to pay for this double XP thing because this takes forever. You didn't yeah. feel that? Or no, I didn't, think? and I think So there's different ways to run, like, levels,
1: right? And I've always been okay more with the Dungeons & Dragons kind of you're level four for a while, and you get used to what your four loadout is, and then you you move on to the next level versus the kind of, like, we are clipping through this kind of thing. So I think I probably, I think you're right. Odyssey and Valhalla are like, this is you. You are level 26. Here is what you're wearing, and this is you for... The whole session that you play, you know, and, and I've, I've never had an issue with that. Um, so I think the game works. Um, and I, to me, all these discussions are very funny philosophically to me because it's like the end game is bad or the loot is this way on drop rates. And the XP is like, well, if you aren't fundamentally enjoying the experience as it is, like filling the bars shouldn't change your equation. I mean, like, well, what, what the hell are we doing? So exactly. like you say, yeah. if, if you find Odyssey boring, absolutely don't play it. I'm enjoying playing Odyssey as it is. If they didn't have levels, I wouldn't care. Um, so it's it's a different kind of approach
3: I think in terms of like yeah. headspace. No, I do I do like Odyssey. I just think that uh you can you can enjoy something for 1 hour and hate it for 20 hours, you know what I mean? Because 20 hours just e- eats at you if if it makes you play that much of it. So I'm one of those guys where uh, I I I really to me pacing is important and respecting your time and all that stuff and i can i can end up hating a game that i really liked if it if it doesn't respect my time and makes me play it just forever and ever and ever if it isn't meaningful content where i'm like they're adding new stuff which to odyssey's credit they're constantly adding new stuff and the game is huge and expansive and i would put it in probably the top three assassin creed games period but uh I, I just worry about the convenience. Like the, the only word that oh, really scares me in that skate <laughs> description is the convenience part yes, because me too. I did. that really, I really that really messes me up, uh, with that. But, uh, you know, there's, there's ways to do it. Free to play microtransaction game fall guys love that game. And it's really not hurt at all by its model. In fact, I would say that the fact that it's now free to play and does microtransactions for cosmetics is probably a credit to it because Who's going to buy that game? Probably a fraction of the people who... I thought it
1: was free to play. play. I forgot it was a PlayStation because, Plus game. Because, because it was a, it was like a PlayStation a Plus play.
3: and everyone got it, including me, for free on, on PlayStation
1: yeah, it's Plus. It's been a paid yeah.
0: game for two years. Yeah,
1: Right, but I, know, I just forgot. I when you pop in there and you just don't yeah. remember how you got Fall Guys, it is built like Fortnite. Yeah, here's the is. Battle it Pass. Is. Here's the store. So I, you just forget it's not free to play. Remember when I asked you guys, it's like, why is it in my timeline so much right now? <laughs> right, yeah. two years
3: old. Yeah, it's free
4: now,
3: yeah. I, so I, I think uh, if skate ends up being like a fall guys or something like that, and it, it could find a, also there's the possibility that a skate four could never exist without this model, right? That, yep. that it would be too prohibitive, that nobody wants to slap a $60, $70 price tag on a nobody game that has, EA. yeah, that, that has such a niche <laughs> audience. Right. And so I think uh, there's a possibility that this could end up being a really good thing and I will reserve judgment until I see it. But, you have every right to be distrustful of EA when it comes to this model because they have never succeeded at it, in my opinion.
1: You remember Need for Speed so. with the loot boxes? I mean, like, EA goes too far every time. And right now, I, I think we've talked about this before, but EA used to be a game company that I at least purchased a game or two a year from. And, like, EA has run their... Company into the ground, at least in the market of Rick Hogue purchases our our products. Um, so it's an interesting like market.
3: It, I don't think that's in the board meeting they're talking about.
4: Well, about
1: today, yeah. it should be right. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it's I. I don't I don't think EA is worth trusting. Um, and if if they didn't have FIFA and Madden Bucks to some extent right now, I, I they would be in real danger. They'd certainly be an acquisition target even more than they are. Um, and I don't skate is not going to move the needle for them. That's my opinion. Uh, so all of this is somewhat mealy mouthed and a little bit trepidatious. Here's our skate. We hope you like. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'll re- I'll leave it alone there. I think I was just going to say that. I think a lot of the fans that had these, uh, memories of playing skate and Tony Hawk, Uh, We're really excited when Skate was announced as coming back, and this is not what they were excited for. Though, like we said, the game could still be very good, right? We got to at least wait and reserve judgment, but
4: yeah.
3: Fair. I do think it is the wrong model for that audience. I think they're very much the same uh, type of players like a Madden, and people are like, why isn't Madden a subscription game? I'm like, because the people who play it would not understand that and probably don't want that. They just like the things that the way, the way they are. And I think skate probably has a very similar fan base that are going to be like, what free to play, what microtransactions They're like, I don't understand any of this. Just sell me the game.
4: Yeah.
0: So I wonder how Tony Hawk sold. I mean, we know the studio closed down, but um, I'm kind of curious closed to-
1: down before they even had returns on that. Like that was just their plan. That was their last hurrah. whatever however hurrah.
0: it did. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how that did sell, but anyway, all right, so let's go through what's coming the rest of 2022, which is kind of our main thing. So, in I, I went through this morning and I went through uh, shout out to Game Informer and our, our friends over there. Um, because they have a that? yeah, Game Informer is awesome.
4: I'm shouting out, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't there. mean to pause
0: you, Ains. No, 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 there. I, I love Game Informer. I sat down with Andrew Reiner a couple months ago, really good dude, and just really Andrew good. Crew over there. Andrew Reiner, oh, oh I thought.
3: Thought you were sitting down with the
0: with the founder of no. Uh, Rapture? No, I did
3: and not. Uh, were... uh... <laughs> moves
1: under the sea. Yeah, <laughs> I was like that would
3: explain those layoffs. They're just fully, uh, they're fully um, oh,
0: laissez-faire um, capitalism, I get it. Yeah. So uh, you know, they they were hit with uh, GameStop hit them with a few layoffs last week. So uh, talked to Wesley and a few others over there who sadly got let go. I hate to see it, but uh, they're a really good org over there. Um, so shout out to them because they have a Article Up, which basically has every release date, you know, for the rest of the year, which a bunch of sites do, but I use theirs. Um, So going to go month by month here, and uh, it really starts to ramp up in September, which you'll see. But coming this week, actually, um, so coming on the 19th, we have As Dusk Falls, uh, Xbox and PC, I believe. Then we have uh, the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza Horizon 5. We have Stray, which, uh, you know, we've talked about i always mess this one up it's on the switch is it live alive live a live what live alive live alive, live alive is how the square
1: videos pronounce it live really? alive okay
3: calling it live alive all right yeah i thought it was live alive yeah. as well to be
1: live fair. alive makes sense as something that you can work into your head does live it. alive is what the little narrator says.
0: Okay, we're going with live alive. So uh July 22nd, and then of course Xenoblade you know, Chronicles 3 on the 29th. Look out for Travis's review after 384 hours. <laughs> so
4: Live
0: Live's pretty cool. So, so I um, was actually
3: can I just real quick, I was actually yes. doing the math during the show because you guys were like, Travis, you had a month, you were feeling good about this, and I was like, That's true, I did have a month, and then I realized I got it a month before release date which means that I actually only had three weeks because I have to get it done in three weeks. And then I divided 135 by three weeks. And I was like 45 hours a week. I played the game 45 hours a week for three weeks straight. So I, it really wasn't enough time. Anyway, I'm panicking over here. I hope
4: you're getting to finish up the show. I need to get
3: back
0: to that game. (laughs) Uh, So that's anyway, the rest of this month. Um, I'm really excited personally about the Hot Wheels expansion. Love Forza Horizon 5. Uh, as dust falls, we'll see how that turns out. Obviously, it's kind of in a unique space. And then Stray, a lot of people have been looking forward to Stray. I'm still curious to see what that game's even about. It's just running around a future city dystopian as a cat. But we'll we'll find I'm out. Down.
1: It appears yeah. that PlayStation believes in it. They got a full-on developer <clears throat> blog this week, which is usually, as long as you're not abandoned, uh, a notion that, that uh, you've got a real product okay. there um so Band-aids, i don't know like i spray uh, i'm not i'm not interested in it i'm not it doesn't captivate me but i i think they think that there's an audience Cap- for it do you say it doesn't captivate you <laughs> travis you
0: gotta get some sleep man
3: <laughs> no
4: no no <laughs> he's he's
3: right yeah. he's right cat funds right, are always the best i like cat that right, folks i didn't mean i didn't mean to pause the show he didn't mean to pause. Yeah. This is um, too much. Meow. With, a, with a W.
1: Um, okay. So, yeah, it's straight. I don't know.
0: We'll see. Sorry. We'll see. Sorry it is it is free. Uh, well, not free, but it is part of the PS Plus new tiers we've talked about, right? So if you're extra or premium, Stray is a launch date. Jesus, this is going to drive me I nuts. I just love it.
1: It sounds like you're ordering random Gordini. I know.
0: It's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> so, anyway, you can check that out. Um. Okay. There is a so there's a
1: random thing that comes out this month that I'm actually interested in. Go for it. A, a, a Japanese mobile game that's in the Octopath universe that they're bringing over into English for the first time. Um, so I am I, I I am told that that you can basically play through that as long as you don't care about the gotcha, uh, and it's a fun little Octopath thing on the on the phone. So I'm I am looking forward to that. Um, that's what's it called? Neither here nor there. It's it's Octopath Traveler again. It's oh. got a subtitle. I can't remember. Octopath Traveler subtitle
4: Octopath
3: Traveler again is
1: the subtitle. <laughs> yeah. Octopath, now there's ten of us. Uh no. <laughs> um, uh I, I think I can find it. Champions of the Continent.
3: Nice.
4: Oh, okay. By the way, um, that's
3: why I like the resetting, by the way, to rate to just skate or or Tomb Raider or God of War is because I really <laughs> hate the numbers thing. I hate the two works. when I see two to on a game, it just it, it it I replace it in my brain with again.
0: Like you know destiny I mean? like again,
3: destiny again. And I just I hate that. And <laughs> so I hate for me, I think I think subtitles are the future. Uh, and and lots of games are converting to subtitles. Which so I'm- subtitles have the problem of
1: in the future remembering what order things came in, especially if they go together. Numbers 100%. have the problem. Numbers have the problem of explaining to someone that no, you don't need to have played the first fourteen Final Fantasies, right? Like Final Fantasy is the stupidest one because numbers imply continuity, and Yeah, it's like, no, no, they're all different. And then they try to roll into something that's a two. It's like, oh, I thought video games were all different. I've had this issue with buddies. Uh, And it's like, and then they're talking about this stuff. It's like, no, it's a sequel. What are you talking about? It's like, well, you told me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, that's a completely different RPG. You need the information. (laughs) But all right. Because this was Trails of Cold Steel 2. And uh, it's like, yeah, you can't. I understand. You shouldn't have to have like a complete degree in how these things are numbered in order to figure out whether you need the, the prior entry or not. And Final Fantasy is the worst offender. On yeah.
0: Final Fantasy no, I the just,
3: joy. oh, no, no, it is not the worst offender. Kingdom Hearts is the worst offender.
4: Final Fantasy <laughs> well, is a close
3: second. Be Kingdom Hearts 8. Is a disaster,
0: no. But it doesn't have 16 entries.
3: It doesn't, but the the naming conventions on that are unbelievable. The Kingdom
1: Hearts series name doesn't make sense. The numbers don't make sense. The subtitles don't make sense, and I hope you own... 12 different consoles yes, <laughs> yes, dude. it's, true. it's
3: wh- yeah a final fantasy you should give it a little bit of a break in that category just because at least they're not getting travis
1: game. i don't say this often you are correct sir i yield
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Thanks, by the man. way that you guys ignited the cat puns in the yeah. chats get your game yes i guys. did it uh nick says apparently in stray you get nine lives before restarting the game from the beginning uh, well, all boy Wiley says, I want straight to be good, but I'm scared to end up being a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Iron Keg says, uh, I missed his somewhere. I guess Hoag's not feline in it.
4: Fetling oh, no, no,
1: no, no, no. I'm sure the <laughs> game will be fine or feline as the case may be, but no, they I, <clears throat> I, I just watched those videos and I'm like, the PlayStation blog, I, I actually checked out because it was hilarious because they actually frame it as. These six common cat activities are now yours to play in Stray. It's like cats knock things off ledges <laughs> and cats look for warm places to lay down. I'm like, <laughs> they're really leaning into. I hope you like cats.
0: Yeah, they're stretching like, into it.
1: Like it's it's for cat lovers. Yeah, I mean, the freaking director of Final Fantasy 16 is more open to people experiencing different things in their lives than the stray folks who say you better like cats, son, or you're not. You don't belong here.
0: Yeah, I won't right, be playing it.
3: Well, I would like to find is how much I hated that Final Fantasy 16 interview. Next episode, <laughs> I would like to thank um, the comment section for joining me in the puns. And, um, I'm not sure. it was for a good clause. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: oh man, good clause! All right, we got to stop now. We got to stop. Um, yeah, we gotta stop. Meow. Yeah, we got... Oh, man. All right,
3: moving on. I did do for a whole
0: episode. <laughs> that <laughs> was perfect. You got to give me that. <laughs> All right, August, August, August. Uh, August, we get Cult of the Lamb, Devolver Digital. This is a, a really kind of popular in the indie uh, kind of scene right now. It's a game coming it out. It's weird, August. Joe. <laughs> 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 I'm moving on. Spider-Man uh, lands on PC. I figured I would mention this because it's a very yeah. popular game on the 12th. Uh, roller Dome, which whoa, 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 Travis- whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. hold on, you're at August 12th already. Because I got to tell you, the game that will guaranteed be most played in Hogue House this year, not by me, I grant you, but in this house, releases at the top of August, and that is Two Point Campus. If you have played old Bullfrog strategy games, nice. if you aren't familiar with Two Point Hospital, it was so good that Sega, who published the game from a brand new company of basically either Bullfrog aficionados or some folks with experience back at that at that company, was so good Sega just bought them. They're like yep that's what we're looking for and they made a college campus version of this thing that got pushed from may to august that will get 400 hours of play before the end of the quarter here in hogue house Uh, and it will be real good i can basically guarantee that they have all the right design mentality two-point hospital was uh, exactly as you remember those old games but with all the quality of life improvements that you want I am not going to let
0: you undersell Two Point Campus. It's going
4: to
1: be no. great, and it's on Game Pass Ultimate in case yeah. you already or, have
0: So that. is uh, there are there are World there World are World. about eight hundred games releasing the rest of the year. I didn't put all of them on here.
1: I'm just going <laughs> to jump in and pull out the ones that I think are deserving of the spotlight.
0: Yeah, Two Point. So Two Point Camp. Okay, so you reminded me it was Two Point Hospital that already released. Two Point Hospital right. is the one
1: that started out with. Much like Bullfrog starts out with Theme Hospital and then moves around. Well, they did theme park first, but theme hospital is the one that where they really started doing that strategy stuff. Two point hospital is theme hospital. And then now they're doing essentially a a theme college. Um, So it'll be goofy. Uh, It's not, don't expect the realistic college simulator experience, but it will be a lot of fun. It will be challenging. uh, And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I know Mrs. Hoaglaw is. There you go. Nice.
0: Okay. She's a
3: gamer. Can we talk about your wife for a while?
1: Oh well, you know, we'll do that for offline, Travis. But yeah, she she okay. plays games, especially those
3: games. <laughs> Travis
0: is trying to walk that line. <laughs> anyway, back to August. Roller drone, which I know Travis, you are previewing, correct?
3: Yes, I will have a preview live the morning of July twenty-sixth, Tuesday morning. Okay. I have I have it right now installed
0: on my PS5. So sweet. Uh that's August sixteenth. The annual Madden returns on August 19th. Then we have Midnight Fight Express on August 23rd, which you already previewed. And there was a I demo. Did. That demo is now gone on Steam. I went to play it and it's gone. It is. It's yeah. a shame. It is. Uh, and then Saints Row reboot. Again, Rick, just the plain name going back to single name, Saints Row. August yeah, you no, know, I hate that.
1: I really, really yeah. hate it. Um, that it said, I
0: think Saints Row Keep is coming. positioned perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, um, dude, i
3: love it i'm sorry i just i can't deal with the fours and the eights uh
0: our friend over at windows central miles stompier got to uh go to the launch event or the preview event excuse me for saints row and uh has uh some things up on that so if you're interested in that check that out because it sounds i will really good yes all right september which i didn't Hang realize on, well, we go 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 go
3: he's got another game dad
0: we got another and one you've not we do have another game octopath game traveler problem. A There's a game time. called
1: Immortality uh, that is done by Sam Barlow, who did Her Story and Telling Lies, uh, okay. which are fantastic ways to take on full motion video in the in the modern age. They they're searching uh, terms and figuring out how to piece together stories. If you're at all interested in that, this one is a combination of three old movies that aren't really old movies, but that uh, represent an old starlet's journey through Hollywood and figuring out whatever the hell Sam wants to talk to about to us about uh, in this particular uh, game. Uh, but it's got some early good returns. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to mention this stuff I'm excited about. Um, so that's I'm done. That is, If you're interested in her, if you really liked her story, it's that kind of game.
3: Yeah, okay. come check out the Hog list offline in the comments. We've got <laughs> a uh, link in the description to the Hog list. If I'm
1: going to be right. on a video game podcast. We're going to go over a list of things. I'm going to jump in for 10 seconds. And say what
3: <laughs> if I'm you don't to... think he's going to talk about Splatoon 3 when we get to September. I'm you know, almost Baines, there. Baines I'm, I'm almost Splatoon. there. Yeah, yeah I'm okay, almost go. there. He didn't do that to me. So September well, he is... he like Switch games, so I figured he would just...
0: Oh, stop it. September is uh, way more loaded than I realized when I typed this out this morning. So, pulled out of here. Getting feedback all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, so am I. I'll mute. Dan? Maybe.
3: Yeah. Maybe it's me. As, soon as Dan started stopped shaking this computer, the feedback went away. Huh? All right. so,
0: Alrighty. Sorry about that, audio listeners. Alright, so, Lord of the Rings Gollum, September 1st. It uh, sticks. I told you it was. You
3: did I say promise that. You, you did six, call that.
0: Yeah, you did call that pretty cleanly. I'll give you that one for sure. Uh, we got the Last of Us remake on September 2nd. Uh, we get the Biomutant glow up, as Rick called it, on September 6th. I'm hip. <laughs> one I'm really looking forward to is Steel Rising, which is coming September 8th. Remind me Steel Steel Rising. Rising? Is that the Spiders I... game? Is that Spiders? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm looking at robot France. I'm uh, yeah. in, baby.
1: Read falls. That's was the bomb. right. Yeah,
3: yeah. That game looks cool. Yeah, yeah
0: looks very good. I'm uh, using NBA all my
3: 2- modern vernacular, by the way. <laughs> <in this episode. laughs> That's pretty lit of you, Hoke. Oh, oh,
0: thanks. I'm oh, fire God. sometimes. We can't. For we sure. can't so, you can't even. I can't. I can't. I can't. can't for sure, for
3: sure. For sure. For real. For real.
0: You guys are killing me today <laughs> Uh we for get NBA fun. 2K and Splatoon 3 on September 9th. Two, three. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Squids.
3: Uh, also uh, known as Squid Game.
0: That's what I call it. We need you know, a Squid
3: Game game. Have,
0: it was a, a conversation game. about
1: whether it was related to Splatoon that I had with somebody. It's was like, no.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. Uh, we get one I'm also really looking forward to on the 13th, which is Warhammer 40,000 Um, So this is the next game. God, why am I struggling to remember what the last one was?
1: Warhammer four, is play, four player Dan?
0: co-op first person RPG. The one with the rats. Vermintide. Thank you, Dan Vermintide. Hey, we
1: all got there together. The the,
3: <laughs> the rats. No, Dan got there. I would never have remembered
0: Vermintide. Okay, so that's in,
1: that's in that that's in that kind of uh, Left for Dead type series. Yeah, uh, 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 the, yeah, four player k co-op version. Yes, forty k. So 40K, it,
4: yeah.
0: yeah, guns, arsenals, huge mobs of enemies. Yeah uh metal hellsinger september 15th so that is the one that mixes a rhythm game with
3: doom oh yeah yeah with the music right Yes. so so i i played one of those games i i think i was supposed to do a preview for it and then we ended up not posting it but uh i i can't remember i don't think it was that one but it it, it is an interesting game mechanic because you have to like time your attacks and your shots with beats of the music and then it kind of informs game i will say it was super fun when i played in the preview but you can't blink and so my eyes were just like oh my god see after like 15 <laughs> minutes of playing just so much juice dripping down my face uh because it's like juice. there's something about this the way you play it you Travis right blink. now
4: you cannot <laughs> blink Sunday, it's
3: july 17th <laughs> really anyway i just that's my feedback on that game is why are my eyes so wet
0: this yeah, the, so <laughs> the demo, there is a demo of it up, or there was anyway, and it, it got a lot He's of positive feedback. Right it. Yeah, he is. Uh, he
4: is.
1: Yeah, to me, every time I see that trailer, it's like, you better like that kind of music. And, and it's Pretty interesting much. to set that kind of barrier up because it's like, I would play a rhythm shooter game. Although I think in terms of fast action, first person shooter, I think Neon White is just going to be what I play this year uh, on that. So I, I, I feel like that bar has been filled to the extent
0: it existed. Uh, big one, of, well, not a big one, but if you haven't been paying attention to this game, it looks amazing. Is Evil West on September 20th? Looks really cool. I don't know it at all. Check it out for sure. Looks great. It looks cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, check it out. Get there. Uh, the Dio Diophil- Field Chronicle, September 22nd. Another Square yes. Enix title coming this year. That one looks cool, right? Hope, yeah, no, it absolutely does look
3: cool. It, it
1: looks like the typical amount of like. B plus team jank uh, from from Square Enix, uh, but I think it'll be good. Uh, so I am looking forward to it.
0: Has anyone right. speaking of Team Jank and Square Enix? Has anyone checked in on the Babylon's Fall players? He alive? Is he doing okay? Is he still streaming? <laughs> can we have him as a guest.
4: Can we, we have him as a guest. Please actually, get him on the show.
0: Actually, I swear, I swear, I think it might have been Colin over at uh, Sacred Symbols, or someone had him as a guest on a show.
4: Really. Yeah i'm almost That's positive they did. Can we
3: have him please <laughs> he, could we get the babylon's fall guy are we go ahead back? reach out are to we, him are we popular
2: maybe, yeah. maybe it's the same guy that is the uh you know let me solo her you know from <laughs> elden ring yeah let me solo something is anybody <laughs> there guy yeah you just yeah jarvis wants him man. there's that was a, a lot of my, that was
3: me with my double sword doing the you know the block and not block <laughs> A, sure. LT, LT. <laughs> sure or LD. Is it LD
4: yes yes whatever you
3: say that's what they do you do you man yeah. or if they have a shield they go
0: yeah when you welcome someone to the game
3: we should not we should not do this on <laughs> <Yeah. camera> anymore <laughs> when you welcome someone to the game it's like <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is your game of the year folks <laughs> I'm
3: sorry I'm in a weird mood today I don't know I love, I... <laughs> I love it I love it
1: I played a dragon for two and a half hours yesterday. It's all, it's that kind of weekend. Yeah, nice. It's that good nice. kind of day. Um,
0: we get deliver us Mars on September 27th. Yeah. The moon is okay. Deliver us the moon, deliver us Mars. Uh, Tunic lands on PlayStation on the 27th as well. We get oh, another square Enix game on the 29th in Valkyrie Elysium. We'll see how that one turns out.
3: Yeah. It's like the, Do that looks like B minus game. C. What? Do I know nothing about this game? What is this game?
0: Oh yeah, then you yeah, this is one
3: uh, of they
1: actually got the collector's edition like Square Enix is actually trying to sell this. It is uh they're trying to take their <laughs> Valkyrie profile series in a new direction. Uh it looks a bit junky.
0: Yeah, it looks uh you said uh what'd you say B team for Dio field? I think the I C see, team. I, 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 I think
1: Diofield's field, Dio B plus. This feels B minus if I'm being generous. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Okay uh and then grounded uh the 1.0 release from obsidian is in september so weirdly enough it is july 17th and they don't have an actual date date on it other than september they'll give us a window
1: (laughs) i don't even know if they're gonna sell any it's just a game pass game they don't need a date it'll be done when it's done
3: travis is killing me today man (laughs) did you get sleep last night I did not. I was <laughs> up all night playing Xenoblade. I thought I was going to finish it last night, and I'm I didn't. I'm no one. No, else. you got to. I get love another that. Hours I love.
1: What? I want the report from when you thought you were going to finish it to what the final time was because JRPGs it's going to be like 38 hours uh, I between it when you thought he was done.
3: <laughs> I think I will finish Wednesday night. That's my my guess. And then I have to write the review that night for Thursday. It's yeah. It's go get it. There,
4: anyway. there you
0: go. Uh, let's get a couple super chats in here because they're relevant to what we're talking about. Gecko Gamer right. is back in the house. Yeah,
4: I
2: think he, he already did that. For two, three. He did. Oh, got also, show that dragon plush.
4: There it is. Hey,
2: there it is. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's adorable. That's awesome. I really for thought it was innuendo for something else, but yeah,
3: you know, the way this. Show's
0: the way this is going
3: today,
1: everybody's do. in a mood this morning. My wow,
3: <laughs> goodness, going on today. This is a raunchy show. I'm into it. I'm on
0: medication, my foot's in a boot. I can't walk. Uh, I'm not sleeping You're well. you always on
3: medication. I'm <laughs> really
2: <Unrelated. laughs> try
0: that tonight on my wife,
2: yeah. right. <laughs> Mariano papa Uh, SG, uh, stream all four. Of you guys playing grounded, please. <laughs> all
4: right,
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> and try to quickly move. Oh my now. god. <laughs> Any anybody have a severe fear of spiders uh, in terms of Grounded? No, but well, gra-
3: luckily, you can turn okay. it
4: off.
1: Yes. Yeah, you can make it more horrifying. It becomes more and more Cthulhu-esque it as does. you change it into blob form.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Pompa in the House, yes. Um, grounded. Uh, Pompa's always uh, pimpin' out Grounded. Oh, it okay. is a fun game. Uh, I expect the 1.0 release to be a lot of fun. If you haven't checked that game out, definitely do. It's uh, and- It's
3: solid it's solid I, I, pre- I, I, I previewed it during the uh hot and hazy think hot and hazy update yeah uh, and it is it is evolved a lot uh, so I, i'm actually really impressed from a studio that has no live service experience i kind of just expected it to go over about as well as bleeding edge or something of that ilk but it, mm-hmm. they've done a really good job like they've they've built on it so i'm excited to see what one point looks like now you're like.
1: giving it live service credit even though see i i put these in different buckets it's early access credit they 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 had a game plan. They were going to finish.
3: Don't we have to reserve our live services kudos until after 1.0 when you call a, well, they've effectively been running a live service game uh, for the past year or so. But when you call the launch version of your game, a 1.0 specifically, that usually means your intention is to, you know, build on it and and develop it. So my guess is that this is live service just based on their, the way their team is set up and, and the communication I've had with them. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see. I'm excited about it though. He asked for an SG stream. We should do that. We should do a four player stream of some of these four player games. cash stream. That'd be fun. Yeah.
1: I I would love to see of Thieves with a crew at some point since it's, I've never actually,
0: but I'd happily play it. It's fun with four people. You're not good at any yep. game. So. Come on now. There's no, there's no need to go there.
3: No need for
1: that. I'm not even <laughs> gonna go there because bro. you guys on the left side of the screen are all like, "Well, Elder, Elden Ring's too damn easy." It's like, all right, it cool.
4: It's pretty it casual. Yeah, it's, it's pretty,
1: casual. That's what I thought, I thought so too. That's actually why I dropped out of it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: it's too, <laughs> too casual for that. you. <laughs> all right. Hey. Uh, so yeah.
0: September's already crazy. Then we get to October, which is shaping up to just be absurd in the history of games here. So. Let me run through. I'm going to run through all these, and then we'll talk about whatever one you want to talk about. Let me get the titles out. Sure. So right now, why do I not have a date on Overwatch 2? Okay, it's coming out in October. We know that. Overwatch 2. uh, Midnight Suns is coming on the 7th. We get Plague Tale Requiem on the 18th. We get Mario and Rabbids. Rabbids, Sparks of Hope on the 20th. We get Persona 5 Royale finally on Xbox on the 21st. We also get Scorn finally on the 21st. Gotham Knights on the 25th, High on Life on the 25th, Star Ocean, the Divine Force on the 27th, Bayonetta 3 just got its release date the 28th, Modern Warfare 2 on the 28th, potentially with Warzone 2.0 as well, as well as Resident Evil Villages uh Winter's expansion and the relaunch <laughs> of their reverse mode on the 28th. So get excited. <laughs> October's a little bit crazy. I for me, I don't know about you guys. Uh, a couple things here jump out to me. So Mario and Rabbids is the Switch game I'm really excited Mario? for. I know we call it Mario. Already. Is that your i am a I big
1: fan be... of Mario? You've no, been calling Mario... Mario
0: for a while. Yeah. I said Mario and Rabbids, So then yeah,
3: I tried uh, to pick Mario. Call. Mario yeah. and Rabbids.
1: Mario and Robin is the crossover Batman exclusive.
0: With <laughs>
4: Mario.
0: Mario. <laughs> um Porn looks bizarre, but I'll check it out because it's horror esque. Uh, and then High on Life, I'm excited for it too. Me too. Um, I think it looks goofy and fun. But and, uh, Modern Warfare More 2 should be games. You know, the one time I buy Call of Duty every four years. So yeah, we'll see, me too. We'll see how that. Looks.
1: I mean, the um, only thing I would call out on this list is I don't think it's. You, I think you described it as one of the strongest months in the history of games. Was that your? Was that your entry point in October? Crazy. You said crazy. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Crazy. All right. Because like so I'm I, I don't know. Reserved. Overwatch two life. isn't really finished. Midnight Suns is probably good, but it's obviously something that Take Two is freaking afraid of showing uh, to anybody. Uh, Plague Tale is fine, but it'll be more of the same. Mario and Rabbids, I think, is going to, based on what I've seen, is going on my Game of the Year list. Provided that they have you know interesting combos of enemies and things, they have some really really smart ideas for tactical strategy games. Um, so I think they they the sky's the limit for them. And they, I wouldn't be surprised if it eats Midnight Suns lunch by the time we're talking strategy games in October. Star Ocean right. hasn't been good for decades. Uh, Bayonetta <laughs> three is niche. Modern Warfare two will sell the most, and God, freaking Resident Evil Village.
0: I mean, yeah, okay. the, one of the best Resident Evils. Am I right? You are right. Oh, oh man. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 The Plague Tale is
2: awesome. You know. Yeah. residence. Okay. Like that. Yeah, that's that's the only one I'm really excited for out of all these. I, really, like, I, I know. be excited. I want to be excited for Midnight Suns. I hate. Deck building, everything like me and Ho completely opposite. I what? cannot stand games. And games should be just, just make your own game. Just make like <laughs> do Gwent, all right. Just make a. Gwent they game. did. They made. Now wait a minute, Midnight Suns. Of- that's an interface. Yeah, the that's Elder true. world is different.
3: <laughs> I don't need these games.
2: Midnight Suns
1: is a card game. Wait, okay, so well, you don't like games, deck yeah. building
3: games, even if it's the if it is a standalone game like yeah. Slay the Spire need, or something like that. that? I don't need that garbage. Okay. No. Wow, yeah. you are. Just be like an extra. I have game. never felt more
1: separate <laughs> like to you, Dan. Yeah. I have okay. never yeah. felt you've been wronger than this in the entirety of the time I've been participating. What you what haven't you been on the Wow, you oh, haven't been a part
3: yeah. that long. He yeah. just said some stuff. <laughs> Let me <laughs> tell you something.
2: You just, what, it look, took me so long to get the Platinum on, on Horizon because I can't, you know, because it was – It's not a card game. Strike. What is it's everything that uses it's a, a desk like in the same bucket?
4: I don't need to play another game. I'm playing
3: cards right now.
4: So so his, there are no
1: cards family? in Horizon Forbidden West. No, 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 no. I'm just no, no he
4: about didn't the cards. Game. He said
0: a game in a game.
3: Gaming yeah, game so uh, Dan's, Dan's parents were uh, murdered by a game. This is true. Uh, and so he has had it was a weird. really hard time kind of... Coming his
0: parents were like that. Batman, but they just got hit with cards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> gambit showed up and started
3: yeah. flipping things at him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, Hogue, before the show was 90% you and me arguing, Dan talked a lot and he said some things. <laughs> uh, I mean, you should go back. It's, there's a record of it. It's terrible.
1: It's journal entry, Dan said
0: some things today.
3: <laughs> some things that cannot be unsaid. I mean, if you uh, want me to get
0: Dan started, I can let him know that Oxen Free 2 is coming out this year at some point. Too. Uh,
3: oh, Oxen Free is game.
1: awesome. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah, it's Do you not like
3: free? He hates it and he will talk about it for about 45 minutes. Hudson yeah.
1: has one of the smartest dialogue systems that I have ever seen in an adventure game Ooh. with the overlapping and cutting off of people. Are you kidding me, Dan, right now?
2: Oh, it's the worst. Like, I don't need Occupy any game with worst. a teenage. So much
1: worse.
2: Oh, no. No, there's not any any kind of teenage angsty crap. Life is Strange, all that kind of stuff. Get out of my face. I don't need this stuff. I, that one I have with the it cat here. town is worse I have, than I I live it great. every single day. I don't need it in my video games. I just want to, you know, shoot bows at big, giant robots. Wait a minute. I, Aloy I, is fine. a
1: freaking bucket of angst.
2: I, I <laughs> can't understand her either. You know, but... <laughs>
1: 400 hours true. later i couldn't stand no,
2: that ruined, they, no they ruined the character but you know what i just pretend like you know she doesn't exist and i just like fast forward through all the dialogue that she you know gets cranky and you know i, I don't <laughs> want to hear that garbage i don't need
4: to hear it Travis's face. No, i, mean, I never, played never played here's Oxford the way i think though. about it
3: Hog. dan is the everyman gamer and so when he says these crazy ignorant things you're just like you know what just imagine, like the average, like typical guy who just buys like Call of Duty and Madden every year, and like that's what I would expect them to say. So, from that perspective, I really respect yeah. them. But opinion.
1: he loves, he loves manic sci-fi, ridiculous. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West is as hard sci-fi as Sony has like ever made. And what was yeah the game of the year? He, but he doesn't year? like it because
3: Atlas. it's hard sci-fi. Atlas, he likes yeah. it because you get to shoot a bow at a dinosaur.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> really you know, enjoyed it.
2: Right? Says, I, I must hate the game games completely the opposite,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, really Yakuza is one of his favorite series, right? Yeah, okay,
1: so we'll leave this in a second. But Oxen Free is yeah. awesome, and it's the framework for how adventure games, especially their dialogue, yeah. should be handled in the future. It was a mechanical oh. advancement that we have to give credit for. I couldn't,
2: I, I, I played six hours of that game, right? Like the boat where you're like. Like, no spoilers, I guess, but they're, 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 they're going to this island on this boat. That whole yeah. time, I wanted to punch my screen. Like, I don't care about your stupid- You don't like the characters. And- lives. I, I hate the characters. And it just- I don't think he likes like that, characters, like, Bats I mean, me over the fun. head with how, you know,
3: oh, poor me.
2: I hate well, criers. I hate whiners. Did- and that's all that game is. And Daniel, i will be very happy crazy. to
1: know that this is probably the last game from that studio that will be generally available. because uh, <laughs> they are now a Netflix subsidiary. Yeah.
0: Oof. They are. Oof. Oh, really? And, uh uh does have a fair point here, Dan, is that you yeah, filled with mini games.
4: Right. Yeah. True. They're mainly mini games. I, I, do
2: I don't do the the what are they? The uh, karaoke, right? I don't do any of that stuff. I hate the only one that I actually enjoyed was the one, the, uh, the business it, building. That's like really it. Other ones I just kind oh, of ignore, it, you know, and, and unless I have to play it for the story. Well, most of them have an enormous business game.
1: Yakuza 0, um, Yakuza 7.
3: I mean, they yeah, all have... Dan, the biggest Dan kills is, as many games with neglect. He just ignores no. them until... <laughs> I mean, what do what you, do you like have against... Game? uh? You can just not play it, right? So shouldn't you not yeah. care about mini games and games? Because you could just not right. play them. Yeah. But I, that's why it's basically what Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns yeah, uses but, a deck but of but cards. Kind of,
2: yeah, I hate I hate like I don't why can't it? Why does it have to be a deck of cards?
1: Because, because it's you know, trying to randomize your action outputs. It's just using cards as something that you can understand in your brain, but it's it's randomizing what your action options are, but so that you have to he, react but, to oh, it. So,
3: when he but sees Mass the Effect card, does it
2: with die rolls. Right or Dragon Age did right. You know, it's just, so wait, no, no, nice kind of nice. No, I mean, but it doesn't. It doesn't make me hold a freaking card. I don't have fifteen cards. It's just the an of image.
4: Screen. It's yeah, not an actual that. card, man. Oh, it can't hurt oh, you. When
3: he sees the card, he sees the trench coat and the gun in that alley after the opera night. Uh It, it wasn't a card. It was a card. It was a card. A card based Marvel game with a black loading. That's all you got to do right okay
2: all it's right the same okay thing, there's cards on there for no reason Look, whatsoever
1: i say reasonable minds can differ on my channel all the time right but there's still no reasoning with irrationality so unreasonable minds on. can
3: also differ this is the important thing that i think we're always missing here at this conversation right. some some
0: minds
1: oxen free is garbage what is wrong with our chat we have to work at our community right. building age <laughs> i bet you most i haven't played feel it i've of. never played it i can't feel oxen free it. is
3: garbage there is so much it. more garbagey things to pick on than oxen free mm-hmm. I yeah. I will submit that no game is garbage.
4: You play no Postal
3: Travis. <laughs> you play Postal post four. Four.
4: Nerf, post Nerf four legend is not garbage. Not
1: garbage.
3: Post it, four it has not garbage. it has parts of it that are most most parts of it that are nightmarish design, but not garbage. I I do not like it when people call games garbage or trash or whatever. It really hurt it Why? offends my sensibilities. So Are you I afraid like that it. you're
2: going to hurt the devs, you know? I mean, I've made cakes before that were trash. Right. But, you know, doesn't mean I'm not like a, you know, I, I can admit it, you know, but, but there's not a lot of self-awareness.
3: I, I think it. I think once you oh. enter the land of hyperbole, just to be edgy, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know. it it does a disservice to actual critical analysis or discussion of what is, is good a good game or what's bad or what your personal preferences are. And it also. Uh, in, it, it enforces this idea that everything is either a 10 or a one, which if you go to Metacritic and look at user reviews, you can see that that's how most people think. It's either trash or it's the best thing ever. And I think that uh, people having more moderate opinions is healthy for not just the games industry, but the world as a whole. And the realizing that there are good and bad and pretty much anything. So I think uh, I think
2: generally my, my opinions are mostly moderate. There are a few things that I am very strong have strong opinions on free being one of them, you know, and that's okay. You know, Yeah, it's fine. I'm not trying to throw you in
1: jail for thinking free is bad. I'm just trying to establish mm. my relationship now that I know this about you.
2: Right. Hot <laughs> pile of poop. Let's just put that out there. And it was, it was probably one of the worst games, if not the worst game, I've ever uh, tried to play.
0: Yeah, I so. didn't know what he was walking into when I brought this yeah. one up. You
2: shouldn't have done it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this... Rick, now you see why Oxenfree is a game that is not talked about on this show, nor do I ever bring it up. This is wild.
1: All right. Well, you know what I'm talking about when the sequel's released, so <laughs> let's go. Maybe well, I should
2: you know play
4: what?
0: the first one so I can
2: talk I'm about it. Have you played
4: After Party? I didn't
1: it's even very good. good. But have you played After Party?
2: After Party with, with, with the devil to. thing, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Same yeah,
2: company.
0: Yep. Okay. He wouldn't like that. That's not I, no, I played it.
2: I played some of it.
0: You it like was on it. Game Pass, right? You
2: yeah. It was on Game Pass. Absolutely not.
0: No.
1: Yeah, I do I like that Dan apparently downloads every single thing offered to him and
2: evaluates it.
1: So I do like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that, That's I mean, I would say you were right about that about four months ago. Now it's just like
0: mm.
2: I just play like Horizon for four hundred hours and <laughs> call it good. We all, all make know. our own choices.
0: Well, there's nothing wrong with that either. If you find a game you're enjoying, sure. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna hit hundreds of hours
1: on Elder Scrolls. Like I, I'm just, I just go in there and it's yeah. like my vacation destination right now. So.
4: Yeah, Yeah.
0: people are complaining about halo infinite not having content and i play it every day
4: so i mean there you
0: go all right we're almost through the end of the year there's actually only um a few more kind of known release dates so in november we get harvestella which i know we talked about a week or two ago on the fourth yep
1: another square enix b plus joint it's the it's the square enix b plus fall for me
0: yeah square enix is going nuts this year uh we get the the fantastic, amazing, incredible Skull and Bones on November eighth. It is there. I am, it's- I
3: am appalled that that game is still in production. That is
0: crazy <laughs> to me. I, I am, total I am, I am, am make it. the Stark comments.
1: <laughs> absent, absent a ridiculous review cycle. I am totally buying Skull and Bones. So we're we're, we're definitely gonna check out what that is.
0: We usually get uh, at SG Ubisoft games pretty early for review. I- I've got to see who wants to review right, that you can, one. I you
1: think. can raise the red pirate flag if you like, if you, if you need to warn me off of it.
0: <laughs> uh, we get God of War Ragnarok on the 9th, and I don't know if you guys saw this. There was an actual um, PlayStation video that they took down very quickly after, which at the end of it showed a release date of November 11th. Uh, oh, they thought was- about it. Yeah, it was actually real, and then they took it down. So I don't know if someone working there did that as a joke or if it was actually real and they screwed up or changed it. I don't know, but it was – it actually – there was a trailer from PlayStation that showed the 11th, which is funny.
2: Well, the 9th is a Wednesday. You don't typically get those kind of releases on that day. The 11th being a Friday, it would probably fit into the schedule more.
1: Is the 9th a Wednesday? That is bizarre.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a weird day, but Whatever. You know. yeah. yeah, we get uh, Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet on November 18th, and then uh, the Obsidian um, game that really stood out at the Xbox Show, Pentiment, is just coming in, quote November, as of this morning. So, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Pentiment's going to be one of those I play on Game Pass, and like when I first saw it, I was like, "What the heck? Why is this in the middle of their E3 show?" And then. When I watched it back again, and then my wife saw it, she was like, "Oh, that looks cool." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." My girlfriend okay. No, I said think- the
3: exact same thing. She was like, "That's the one I want to play." Yeah, all the games.
4: I was on like, the show. I, "I don't know." I, I,
1: I think I read a preview there that's like, "You'll never know the murderer," or or, or or and it'll be up to you to interpret the events. I'm like, "I am out hard on on <laughs> a narrative game where you don't have enough temerity to tell me what the hell you just did, you gave us a story." So, uh, I, I'm out. I trust I trust pent- the writer. I do not. So that's the difference between you and me.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll see. You're, we'll I have mean, Fallout New Vegas, man. It's one of those. We'll, we'll come back. To, we'll come back to that one for sure. Um, yeah. I I, look, know,
1: I got burned so bad by Twelve Minutes. I I need a freaking certification oh. and sixty-five reviews of oh, something please. not being a complete and utter waste of my time that also makes me Thank question you. my humanity. I think. Thank
4: you.
0: So, oh, if you God. weren't aware, I not only reviewed that, I did a one-on-one interview with the I creator. Know,
1: I know, apologize because you're like, I just, I just interviewed that guy. I was like, oh,
0: I think I'm that was sorry. when we
1: first started <laughs> talking.
0: When we first started talking, because I did remember I you zero? being very harsh on it, and I was like, wow, was that bad? Like, in my opinion, but I know Dan edited it too. I think so that might guys. be yeah, the worst yeah,
3: game i have ever seen. I did not <laughs> like it. It also, it also has yeah. so many plot holes. It actually does not make sense on its face. It's, uh, it's a number of like, plot
1: holes. Yeah. And the story it tells is abhorrent, and it tells it poorly with game manic mechanics that were not vetted by seemingly anyone that had ever played a video game before.
0: Thank you. So, Rick we're just got very, very harsh on a game, and Dan agrees. There, your your bonding moment. It the calendar it works? talks and free. 12
2: <laughs> we're back to well, the normal.
0: I,
1: <laughs> I can't. I cannot stand it. it the, I, I I had a, I had like a series of tweets when it was nominated for best narrative. Uh, Unbelievable! For, for, I still can't awards. believe
0: that's the thing. I I reviewed it, talked to the guy who created it. I actually don't mind the game. I thought it was okay, uh, and it being up for best narrative is mind-boggling. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Christy Fletcher cool. says, "All the people say garbage, quote like it's a bad thing. The Twilight movies are in my favorite trash pile. Nothing wrong with that. There certainly is a it's okay, yeah. yeah. There certainly is something for just enjoying. Um, even if you don't." critically the best and just enjoying it absolutely
1: i watched the circle that is unmitigated trash
0: (laughs) circle is that a show or that horror movie
1: the netflix uh social media reality
0: show the circle it's It's got awful there's a a horror movie called the circle i didn't know if that's what you're talking about (laughs) no okay Okay. um then in december the only two dates that Kind of big dates, I saw anyway. Uh, and I use big sparingly for Hello Neighbor 2. But Callisto Protocol is coming on <laughs> December 2nd, and Hello Neighbor 2 is coming on December 6th. Now, that, well, that said, th- legacy? Dude, dude, yeah, that on the list? okay, you, you're supposed to be looking Somed- at someday. That. Nintendo <laughs> will
1: give me my my Advanced Wars, someday they will release it. No date wars on it, yeah. I, lo- I saw no that day. this morning, no
0: date on that. Supposedly, still coming before the end of the year, as of this moment, are <laughs> we know Rock. it's done, it accidentally released. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so supposedly coming before the end of the year is Hogwarts Legacy, um, okay, Atomic, on the Art, supposed to list? Gotcha. yeah, Avatar Frontiers, of Pandor, which we talked about, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy 7 Reunion, Ghostbusters, Spirits Unleashed, Goat Simulator 3, Slime Rancher 2. Hey, um. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Kawabunga Collection and the Next Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil. Devil and Me. That one looks cool. Yeah. yeah. So all of those are still saying this year, like, from the developer and publisher.
1: Slime Rancher and Kawabunga are, 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 like, imminent-ish. They'll actually release soon-ish, I think. For sure.
0: Um, what is I don't even know what the Cowabunga Collection is. is it? It's like all, like
1: all, the, all the old for- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, like the Nintendo ones, the Super Nintendo ones, oh, the, the arcade games. Yeah. Games. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Looks awesome if you're, you know, if you grow up loving those games, it's an awesome collection. Uh, even it has, I think, like two of the Game Boy ones,
2: if I recall. It does. Uh,
0: like yeah, the little
2: so. 2D side scrollers from Nintendo? Yeah. Like yes. That? Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I gotta get that. Yep. Yeah, they,
1: they have a really cool video that they did about, um, like, uh, fighting Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, and they they show the fight against Bebop, I think, throughout, like, the whole series. That um, was a fun video.
0: Yes. Nice. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, to your point too, uh, Travis, on Devil and Me. I mean, that one looks great. I'm really liking the dark mm-hmm. pictures games and those kind of story games. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for that one.
1: Already released the Quarry this year, didn't they? I mean, they're 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 yeah. knocking them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm surprised this one's coming so quickly. And Quarry was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, they must
1: have a fully divided team, and I, it, you know, it's smart of them. And they just got bought. They, uh, right, Supermassive is now Disc. part of the block that owns Mercury Steam, whose name I forget,
0: or Disc Games.
1: Yeah. So they own Mercury. They, they own like a 48% interest in Mercury Steam. And now they own Supermassive Outright. They're creating a kind of a weird, very well thought of niche game portfolio. Um,
3: yeah, I think that is a great
0: strategy.
1: I like sure. both of those companies. Yeah. yeah. So...
0: Yeah, Nordisk came out. I I didn't put it in the news because I didn't know, you know, really how big that of a news announcement that was. But they had invested in Supermassive last year, I think like 10% stake or something like that. And then they basically, I think they kind of saw with Quarry, you know, who knows what the the deal is behind the scenes. But they they went and bought them outright. And I think Supermassive, uh, the nice thing here is, you know, in the press release, they talk about basically just letting Supermassive continue to do this. You know, they're just yeah.
1: You wouldn't buy them for anything else. They haven't, yeah. they haven't proven they can make anything else so need,
4: also, with, the, with the weirdly faces. I
3: weirdly I kind of see the the Until Dawn guys and the, those games that they're making like very similar to like uh, the Jackbox Party Pack people you know we like you. It, they're doing like a one thing that nobody else seems to be doing, and they're doing it really well. And yeah. it, 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 you're just like you just hope that they keep doing that. It's like oh, I keep I hope that they make a Jackbox
0: game every year. I hope that they, they keep. Do. Oh, by the games. way, Jackbox Night is on the list coming this year too. Thank you. So. Yes. Yeah. The
1: Jackbox is always a good value. Always a good purchase yeah, for sure. Um, I, just, I want I yeah. want these
3: games. I want to protect them. I'm like people keep <laughs> buying and playing these games because they're so cool.
1: Well, and Supermassive has benefited from the nuclear implosion of Quantic Dream. Um, so, I mean, like they, they, they became the only show in town pretty quickly in terms of that high level of fidelity. I know you were talking about a game, the uh, one, with the, stop motion, the stop motion comic books is coming out like very soon. Um, That's so there are, people, there are people that exploring these things, uh, but Supermassive clearly has some really good face tech, um, and has a flair for the cinematic in a way that actually works for video games, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. so nice. yeah, I, I keep doing what you're doing. I was the same way, by the way, Travis, with like the, the quantics of the world or um, who's, who are the folks who make Little Big Planet and Dreams, uh, Media Molecule. Like, go do your thing. Go do it weird. I would love to see more of that and essentially specializations rather than let's make this, let's get this pool of developers and have them make a four-quadrant game. Because, again, I, you hear it from me all the time when I'm shouting at my cloud, you know, the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1 era where you just – you never knew what was even going to be on the shelf the next day from big companies – uh, we're we're well away from that, and I supermassive is part of that legacy of hey, you want to be a camp counselor uh, and and fight things for you know whatever an eight ten hour game let's do it, it's yeah, gonna be yeah. cool, it's good too,
0: and sure. um, one one final thing before we close out that I didn't touch on because uh, you know I'm I'm just leaving it over here for right now is the updated rumor about Banjo Kazooie is in development. And it's by Sumo Digital, who made Sackboy. And Sackboy, I've already preached about how good that game is. So, Sackboy's good. I am over the moon right now. If this is scary. true, I'm very excited. Very excited. Uh, not true. Shut up. Drop <laughs> <off> the show. <laughs> Don't oh, take oh, the show away, You're away
4: from him. Well, we'll take, you know, I I need this, I need Travis. We'll I know this, you do. To be like trying to let you down. down,
1: been abandoned unnecessarily. Uh, you know, mascot heist game should have been adding somebody's lips. For, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, soccer punch coming out and saying, no, nobody's doing it at all. Made me sad on the
0: inside. So. Yeah. Don't worry. Aang, yeah.
3: You'll be playing nuts and bolts too. So in No time.
0: Stop it. Stop it. I'm going to send you a Sackboy boy plush. Like, you know North what's sad for, about nuts, like, and like, what what nuts, and,
3: nuts and
1: bolts? Nuts and bolts is really cool. And it got, I think, killed by the expectations of the the mascot branding that they chose to use. I because agree. Because Nothing Bolt is Nuts a and fun bolts game. Nothing Bolt is a
4: great it,
3: game. It is I a great game. game. Yeah.
2: That was the no. only banjo kazooie I
0: enjoyed. Actually, you should have. Oh my god, that is not
3: what I expected you to say, Dan. <laughs> but I love you for it. So I, <laughs> I, I like. All... It's a great game.
0: It's just not banjo kazooie. Banjo
1: kazooie will always hold a special place in my heart because it was the tape in the electronics boutique that summer while I worked there. And if you know, if you've worked retail job and you've got one of those tapes and you got the one tape, um, you know, that tape pretty damn well. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> it echoes in your mind so, for all
4: time. Yes.
1: I, it's possible. I could, I could recreate the banjo Kazooie promotional tape
4: <laughs> from whatever
1: summer that is uh, uh, in, 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 in my head at this point.
0: So while we're telling horror stories, I real quick, I I waited tables when I was younger at a Red Lobster and they would send out music that would play on a loop back then. We're going back a ways. Right. So it would play on a loop and there was like 10 songs and they would just play on a loop forever. Right. One of the songs in their like summer mix one summer was Barbie girl song. You remember that stupid song?
1: Uh, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. I, I reflect on that lyric often.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she,
3: yeah, it's 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 it sees deeply
0: into life. Yeah, so working five or six days a week as a waiter, and I would hear that song about like eighteen times every single day I worked. It it I'm still to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can it's hear
1: true. that. I get that. Nice. Now just imagine, you know, the narrative of explaining Banjo kazooie and the tape is like six minutes long, ten minutes long. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I still
4: work anyway. On I still I, I, wait, I still, I still love banjo
0: guys So you wait tables too, Travis? We'll have to share no, some stories. No, I still, stories. I still
3: wait tables at Red Lobster. Oh, today. that's my day <laughs> job. <Yeah. laughs> and they've
0: got
1: some, you know, <laughs> you get some endless, endless uh, uh, bread, whatever, yeah, biscuits. Yeah. biscuits. Travis love
3: biscuits. No, I was not good at retail. I got fired from every job I had until I was like twenty four, something like that. Yeah, I was pretty, not 24, maybe twenty four, maybe 22, Yeah. It's really bad with, like, at retail. Four four. Anything with customer service, making sandwiches, I got fired from that was not good. I'm just not good at serving people. I'm not, I, I wonder why. I'm not uh, so, yeah, terrible. Out. I have a terrible personality. Nobody wants to interact with me. So, I got, <laughs> I, got, I got fired from just every job, man. You name it. I got fired as a grocery bagger. Uh, just, yeah, everything. I was just terrible. Wow, yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm bad I at mean, with people I would like try to make jokes with them and oh, they hated that you don't make jokes oh, when you you're
1: getting song. some eggs
4: today, huh? Yeah. Oh.
3: <laughs> Dude, I can tell you stories, man. I, I was terrible at those jobs. You know, it's funny. Every time I got fired, they'd be like, I'm sorry to tell you this but we're going to have to let you go. And I would be sitting there in the chair and I'd be like, yeah, no, that checks out. <laughs> like, yeah, super understanding. I was like, no, i fire me too. I'm pretty bad at this. I, I thought I was going to get good, but it just, I didn't. I'm terrible. So,
0: yeah. Oh my God. Love it. All right. Love it. What a, what a uh, great note to close out. Big cast 211 11 <laughs> on. All right. So uh, let's go around the table here. Rick, what you got going on, man? I know you got a lot. Tell us about it.
1: Absolutely. Well, we just talked about uh, Lawyers and Dragons going live yesterday. We have now called it The First Adventure. If you do like that, go check it out. Leave a comment. Still trying to gauge viewer interest. It is as uh, I think Ains would certainly uh, be sympathetic towards. It's a it's a deal to organize people with busy lives and otherwise to get together on a regular basis. Um, so if we're going to go down that path, want to make sure that that's something people like. We've gotten a huge return already. Honestly, it feels good to... I bring joy into people's lives for a couple of hours. I it's, it's wild. I've never actually felt this way because I'm a lawyer and I only ever bring pain and sadness. Uh, and, and people have been saying like, wow, that really made me happy. Or I've got COVID. And that was it. I laughed for the first time in a month. It's like, Oh, okay. Apparently this is how entertainers feel. Uh, Cause that's, that's really, really cool. So do check that out. We're otherwise doing hangouts and headlines four days a week, every day, but Wednesday and virtually gallery episodes. I owe my my lovely people, uh, some virtual reality episodes, probably a combined one on Bungie, Microsoft's apparent leak announcement thing that they think they've turned in all the documents that they need to to the FTC. I have to dissuade. Uh, I have to I have to explain to some folks how that's not the end of things. You, you uh, didn't that hear that
0: was closing next month. It's done.
1: Yes. So, you know, I have friends on the Xbox side. I got um. Who was it was it was Tim that sends out a thing that says, Hogue will surely think that the deal's closing earlier. And I'm like, don't tag me with the, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll sort that out, which says, basically, spoiler alert, the FTC gets to decide when you're done. Um, and uh, we'll move forward with those. I'll probably also talk about, um, as we were just talking about, the fact that Supermassive got purchased and, and maybe some things like that. So virtual legalities, hangouts and headlines, lawyers and dragons, and more. Stay tuned. Uh, we're very, very busy over at the channel. We're gonna, we're coming up on 110,000, so we're nice. flying. Get in while the getting's good, uh, because I don't know, seats are limited. Anyway, uh, <laughs> check it out, Hoglaw YouTube channel, or if you just want random comments on other things, at Hoglaw on Twitter. Thanks so much.
0: There you go, Travis.
3: Uh, yeah, I've got um, two things going live. Not this week, but the week after the review of Xenoblade, the uh, preview for Roller Drum. Uh and uh until then you can follow me on Twitter at Tag Travis. You can uh hear me talk about destiny and complain uh every Thursday at four PM Pacific. And you can find me waiting tables in zone three <laughs> at the Red Lobster uh in the mall. So wait, can uh, we yeah. ask
1: for specific zones?
0: Awesome.
3: Yeah, I yeah. want can I, say, I, want, can I, say I want Travis's him. zone? Zone
2: 3. So
0: you you know how long ago it was I waited tables. We had smoking and non-smoking.
3: Yeah, me too, man.
2: That was back in
0: the day. Yeah. Yep. And if you that's got smoking amazing. smoking was a whole other section over here, and you knew if you were assigned smoking, well, I'm going home smelling like smoke today. I don't I don't think
3: they <laughs> ever had smoking sections as long as I've been alive. I think I missed you're in California too. Though, no, right? I was gonna say, are you in California? Or- oh, I right. I'm very different. Yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. Yeah. Do they still, still have like like 03 04. sections? No. Are you allowed
3: to smoke on planes? When, when I
0: go to the, the casino here in Kansas City, it's still on the airline. Yeah, yeah. still is. <laughs> Yeah, still smoking in a lot of places. Uh well, g- uh, not a lot of places. But yeah, like gambling casinos still smoking here. Yeah.
3: Nice. Good I times. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Beautiful. Well, it the Gans- but I'm I'm yeah. pretty sure smoking a cigarette in California is considered a hate crime and they just <laughs> they they just lock you up on the spot. I I never see it. It's kind of crazy. Ironically in California.
1: in California cigarettes are the only things that don't have a cancer warning label. It just mm-hmm. got weird there in the statute making. I'm just <laughs>
3: oh, I was about to say. I was like, I'm like, sure a it's a huge God. one. It's like right in the middle. There's like a skull and crossbones and stuff. It was it's a like... joke
1: that every time, everywhere you walk in California, you you know you you see the lamp that says, "Dude, known to cause I, I agree thing. with yeah. that,
3: and I think it's a bit much because now I'm just yes. like, oh, I, I'm going to get <laughs> cancer. So, who, like, if everything gives you cancer, nothing gives you cancer. You know what I mean? Like at this point, I'm just sort of numb to it. So I, I feel like they. Yeah. Should. It always
1: amuses me when I'm in California. I see all those
0: things on on everything. Yeah. Um, and then uh, let me just shout out real quick over at season gaming. So Travis and I did sit down for two and a half hours and had a long discussion on review methodology, which is actually something that uh, many people have asked me about in the past. So that's kind of why we did it. We had a really good conversation. I know I'm biased, um, but we a lot that's of viewpoints. On review games scoring whether they need to be finished. Spoiler alert, they do um and a whole bunch of other topics to do with reviews. So that will go live for everyone in the community on our channel on Friday so you can check that out. Uh new cast co-op is up with Joe and Luke. We had a really good conversation about cultivating your community and how content creators in our opinion anyway bear some responsibility for the community they create and and what they cultivate there. So check that out. And uh another something I can't talk about just yet coming this week too but stay tuned. So a review anyway. Thank you. <laughs> I can't. You like to say
3: what type of content it is?
0: Uh, there is a review going. Live. Yes, we can say that as well. So nice. there you go. All right, thank you, everyone. As always, that was Big Cast Two Eleven, your weekly gaming show. What you got there? Oh, the twenty-sided die. I got the D twenty. So called the D twenty. Yes, I know. The D
1: twenties go in the dragon's belly. Don't
4: know if you can see it. Ice. Oh, Ice, it's dice. a
3: dice pouch. I didn't realize that. That's cool.
4: <laughs> oh, you're a real nerd,
3: Hub. Next, hey, yeah. when, next time you're in California, you got to come around my table. I GM two nights a month in my, my, oh, I'll house guess star. Yeah, I, I, I can't hopefully. promise I won't blow some things up, but I'll guest star. Yeah. I'll no, you're out.
1: welcome to. It's a,
3: we do Star Wars on the first Saturday. How much dynamite month.
1: do I have, GM?
3: Yeah. Uh, okay. You don't get dynamite in Star Wars, but you can get explosive. All right. Missiles. I'll take some thermal detonators. There you go. There you go.
0: You
4: guys finished. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, no, we uh, never finished, we're, We have a
3: bromance <laughs> going on that is totally separate from the show. Okay, I'm so you need Travis to just sit down and
4: let it happen. Travis, okay?
3: would
1: you be willing to be a guest appearance on a Lawyers and Dragons episode at some point? Sure. I'm not see? a
3: lawyer, but I. Yeah. No, you can, be a, Fine. can <laughs> be a dragon. I'll be the other side.
0: I'll be a dragon for sure. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. You be a dragon <laughs> for
3: sure.
0: Oh, you got and, born? and on that note, that was big cast to eleven. Thank you, as always. We will see you next Sunday. Peace.